You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. All right, welcome back to Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and a wavering bias. Here today, Monday, the 3rd of May, 2021, year of our Lord St. Peter Volandis. Um, already in May, which is fucked. That seemed to come around quick. And I mean, I know everyone says that every fuck, you know, every year. Dude, can you believe it's already May? But I feel it this year. I feel it. I feel it every year. You know what they say, as you get older, the years Go quicker. get quicker. Because they're more like insignificant in the context of your entire That's life. That's right. And I, th- I hear that and I go, if you were 95, mm. they must just fly by. Fly. It must be but, like a week. But then also they would be equally slow because at 95, you don't do anything. you're just kind of sitting in a room looking out the window and but, willing death. But what I'm saying is... They're getting so quick for me, and I'm only 30, mm. that... Imagine when you're 95. In 60 years, they'll be like a... I'll be like waking up. Yeah, well, in 60 years, you'll be dead, with the greatest maybe. respect. I hope you're not, but I just mean like... You maybe. Know. Maybe not. Who that's, knows? But like, that's life, right? Anything's yeah. possible. Anything's possible. Will I be 95? Or not? What? In 60 well, years, I'll be 90. Well, 60 years, you'll be 90. Yeah, I reckon I've got 90 about me. Who knows? Well, you're also a very general, generally healthy man. So, mm. you know. I was my, I was a little bit sick last week. I got a mild cold, which was Ooh, annoying. Mr. Tankwater. Mr. fucking ripping on hand, foot, mouth, mad so cow all I can, all I can All I can put that down to is as a the second generation of a Tankwater man mm. in my father. Yeah. He never gets sick. Maybe every now and then I'm open to a... A little bit of a cold. A little bit of a cold. But... It didn't stop me. No, it didn't, did it? You still ripped like me. Like, it sort of stopped me. It, it kept me at home for a couple of days, but I'm, I'm good to go now, bro. You ripped over the weekend, though, didn't you? Uh, I had a engagement party. Yeah, but so you congratulations ripped. Congratulations to Nick and so. You ripped because you were radio silence yesterday. So I assumed Did that you try you were and dead. get in contact with me? Uh, no, but you were just particularly, like, dead on the about even chat around, like, betting and, like, yarn. And I was like, he seems like he might be dead. And, and, my, I, and my bet didn't get up, which was devastating. So and it looked like I was like, fuck, this thing's going to get up. And it didn't. So I had, a, I had a shit weekend at punting. But you know what I mean? You Save know. that for about even, which is on YouTube right now if you want to go and check it out. At least last week's episode is. You may as well. Taking over the betting world by storm. You may as well. You may as well. Maybe a bit of housekeeping actually here while we're at the top, Eddie, because housekeeping often done at the top of the podcast. All the punters and dribblers caps are out and being they've been mailed. If you haven't got it yet, reach out, let us know. I think there's one guy at the moment who's fucking... You know? Look, Australia Post might have done the dirty again. I'm starting to think that um, people see the Hello Sports sticker on the bag. And just yoink and it. And go, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> whoa. Ooh. Oh, there's value in this uh, bag. I'll take that. Thank you very much. Now, I'm not accusing Australia's Post of that, but I also sort of am. Yeah. Because... They just keep disappearing. I mean, you know, I know we're sending out a million, but I still don't think that any should go missing time. No, they shouldn't. They shouldn't. We but also have the samples, punters and dribblers, again, more housekeeping, of the bounced out trackies. Mm-hmm. Um, are they better than even I expected? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they are. They're almost too good. I was like... They're almost too good. Oh, this is... I mean, do the P&D deserve to look this good? Feel this good? Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, But to be honest, when you wear them, they are meant to try and help you through a tough Sunday, and that they will. Mate, if I rolled out of bed on a tough Sunday and put that on... Like, world's my oyster. Well, you'd basically roll out, put them on, then you'd just sort of 
without even being able to help it, put your shoes on and then you'd slick your hair back and then you'd brush your teeth and then you'd walk out the door and you're like, holy shit, I'm up. I'm up. And then you're out of the pub in a one-piece fucking, well, one tone, it's top and bottom. Piece. It's not one piece. That would be impractical. That would be impractical. You'd need to like pull it. You need like a bum flap to do a deuce. Um, and then you'd be out to go and you're like, holy shit, this trackie's actually giving me life. But they are... The samples, we got a sample, one more sample coming because they didn't put pockets on it, which was weird, but we, we're getting through it. And then the bounce out trackies could be, uh, could be on sale by the end of the month, potentially. So very exciting times. Uh, in terms of other housekeeping, though, that might be the housekeeping. I don't, <laughs> Look, we keep a pretty tidy house. We don't have much housekeeping to do. But we did, Eddie, over the weekend, you and I, find ourselves onto a television ad set film we did. set we did we did for our dear friends dr v um are we you know gonna be taking over the ad game as well possibly uh, tom and i now the kings of tvcs that's television commercial for yeah for those uh, not in the biz for those not in the in the game yeah. um titans of the tvc we're titans of the tvc did tom and i need about three takes that's it? Yeah. yeah, sure. Don't worry, guys. We've got about two hours left in the end of the day for you guys to nail your uh, lines. How does like, half an hour sound? Yeah. Because we've got to go watch the Manly game. <laughs> Manly's <laughs> playing at three. So how about we just rip this fucking thing apart and then you guys go, oh, wow. Are we breaking for lunch? No, I don't think so. No, I don't think we're breaking for lunch. I think we're going to punch in, get our mids, then yeah. punch in and get our close-ups yeah. and then we just yeah. fucking rip every single line. Yeah, yeah. Just keep punching in, baby, and I'll keep rolling out the audible goal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Boost, you, boost, boost. Can you do that one again? Yeah, sure. You want to ad-lib? Fucking oath, I'll ad-lib. Oh, you want us to ad-lib? Sure. Sure. I can what do you think we do for three hours on this fucking podcast every, every week, day? baby? And I could do six. Yeah. I could do six. Well, I don't want to. No, no, I don't want to, but if I was forced. But I could. Point is, now the Kings... Titans of the TVC. Of the TVC. I would say this about the TVC game, Tom. Now, well, you're, obviously... If anyone can speak about the TVC game, it's, it's you. It's me. Obviously, I am a, like... I don't want to come across as, um, you know, some entitled fucking actor, mm. which I am. <laughs> but would like the the runge there, you get there too early, you know. Look, like you and I were there at nine. We probably didn't film till one, one, yeah, yeah. Look, they say in like the they're, 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 it's slow going. Yes, they, it is slow going, and they say that in the TVC game, Eddie, and you you do know this, but obviously, I'm just more trying to communicate that to the uninitiated at home. It's, it's a hurry up and wait situation. <laughs> you don't know how long you're going to be now. What, did we have a trailer? Of course we did. Did we sit in the trailer and just sort of like put our yeah. feet up and fucking... Were there know, grapes in there? Sure. Were grapes. There we had people feeding us grapes yeah. and strawberries in the trailer. Yeah. Yes, nice we did. Nice massage. Keeping us limber and keeping us ready. So there we can't complain. There was in there as well, which was a nice touch. Yeah, we can't complain Bit completely. of dom was flowing. Yeah. Like, was I a little... Like, I wasn't pissed when I did it, but like, you know. We're professionals. We weren't shit-faced when we did the ad. But I'd had a bit of dom on We had some dom, dude. I mean, fucking, what are you doing? Did I slurp it through a straw to be obnoxious? <laughs> yep. You best believe I did. <laughs> Done. We're now, we're now, you know, we've knocked out our first TVC. Mm, first of many. Let that be known to all the TVC honchos out there. Where Look, if you're a television executive and you're looking for the best in the business, well, you're listening to them. Yeah, you're listening to them. Now, or, look, or watching them. Or what, yeah, however you're consuming us. Uh, but what I would say is that get in touch via our manager and agent, D or Dave, also our intern, is a multi-purpose tool. He's a utility. Mm. He's a Swiss army knife. He's a Swiss army knife, like that you just carry around on your belt yeah. if you're a loser. <laughs> oh, I need a toothpick. 
Yeah. Dave. Dave. Can't think of anything else. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. You get the idea. Time. You get the idea. He might be a toothpick. He might not. He might not. He might be a fucking... No, don't Dunny roll. Don't have, Dunny roll. <laughs> shampoo. Um, airbrush. <laughs> I like the Dunny roll one. No, well, yeah, toilet paper as well. Yeah, well, you could yeah. wipe shit on him if you needed to. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yes. That's essentially what we're saying. That's what today. I'm saying. Anyway. And look, it's a little that's uncouth, just some of the. Life. That's just some of the ad-lib free-flowing shit you're <laughs> going to get from us if you want us to be in your TVC, whatever it is. We yes. probably we may not even fit the brief, but I we, trust but me, we we'll, fit. we'll make it fit. <laughs> yeah, we can make anything fit. If you know um, Eddie, I don't know that there's anything else really from the weekend that, you know. No, probably. Not nothing from, No. Certainly not anything from the weekend. Bucks update. Want to give a bucks update? Oh, nice, mate. Slippery bucks. Just because, look, <coughs> probably haven't got the airtime that we deserve for a while. And no. that's my fault. Yeah. Um, what div you in? So we're in Div 2. We've, we've gone back. We're Div 2 down at Wentworth Park. Obviously, for those that will remember, we took out um, the minor premiership in Div 1 last year at Wentworth Park and got pounded into submission <laughs> in the semi. Look, it wasn't great. But when you get older... You get slower, and amen, brother. It's just like I, you just you put it into the can't be fucked pile, and you go, you know what? Let's slow this bitch down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Because we're on Monday nights now, which is hectic. What is that a harder night? Well, like it's Monday, bro. Okay, so it's just more like no. I'm talking like get up. Yeah, like we used to, we got like 15 blokes in the team. We can we can barely get seven down there sometimes. Really like on a Monday? We got five, I think, for tonight. Oh, it's dude. just a complete disaster. I love how Mondays have just up. become so much more hectic for you. Like Mondays used to be like Eddie's basically dead, and now it's like 7:30 into a podcast, and mm. now you're playing fucking Oztown. Yeah, which I enjoy, night. but it's hard to get down there. You got to fucking you just got to dig deep. But mm. like injuries, left, right, and center. Oh, really? The body after 30, I think, just goes whoa. Yeah, dude. I'm out. Completely out. I'm still in phenomenal. Nick, obviously, touch wood. Like, mm. I'm sort of setting the benchmark. I think as the youngest in the team, I sort of set the tone. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. What's, what is what's, possible. What's, or, and also probably what's acceptable as a standard. Yeah. You drive the standards. I the dri- look, I drive the standards. I've been hitting lines, obviously. Like, been running really... Shout out to Scotty Rumble. He's been putting me through a few holes, which yeah, I've really enjoyed. that's nice. But, like, you know, people just fooling around left, right, and centre. Two blokes... Well, one bloke going for a knee indefinitely... We've got the fucking, some blokes, Nick Mallard's done his back, like last season in Oztag, hasn't been able to do any sport for Might have put him into retirement. Yeah, I think he's retired. Uh, Lewis Adams the other day, like fucking literally went in for a tackle, I think, or like, you know, tried to grab the tags and now he's he's gone to the, I think he's broken a rib or something, (laughs) sprained a rib or some shit. Like the body bra just goes, It gives up on you. It gives up on you. Like we're playing the other night. Got the win, by the way, because we're, we're too we're too structured, we're too well oiled. We've been doing it for too long. Veterans. We know the ins and the outs. Crafty right? veterans, like playing kids that are like twenty two, right, are so much more nimble than you, and mm. you don't even realise it until you're around them. Well, you're they're like, only holy f- shit, I'm fucking slow. They're only four yeah. years out of school, so they've still got like the you know they're just still there, but they're explosive. Mm. Anyway, we got into a bit of like argy bargy, and they were saying that. They were, they were saying to us, fuck, were you guys born in the 70s? I was like, <laughs> holy, f- how fucking old do you think I am, bro? The 70s? How old would that make me? <laughs> fucking, is 60 odd? What a, I don't know. 70s. How old are you if you born in the 70s? 50 something. Yeah, 50 something. If you were born in 1970. 
<laughs> the yeah. 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'd come back. The we were disrespect. winning like six, The disrespect. It was like 6'2". They got back to 6'5", and the chirp went fucking... Through all the roof. All the way through the yeah, roof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck that cunt. We'll get chirpy too. <laughs> so it was on. It was good. And we ended up getting the W and I was that chirpy. Yeah. Like, well, fucking how about these old boys? <laughs> how about these old boys? But I was just thinking to myself, you know when you're 22 and you see a 30-year-old and you're like, bruh. Yeah, dude. Oh. Those guys are old as fuck. <laughs> I remember thinking that about people that were 30. And yeah. now that I'm here, I'm like, I'm not that old. Yeah, I'm still young, dude. What are you talking about? I just, I've slowed down a little bit, but I'm still here. You I'm know still with I mean? it. Yeah. But so I guess what I'm saying is, am I that young anymore? No. Probably not. That's the problem that I think that we're all confronting. Uh, I've been confronting. When do you become longer. old? 30. No, no, no. But like... Well, it's all relative. When do you start saying, well, I'm old now? You always do. I remember being in my 20s and being like, fuck, dude, I'm almost 25. Yeah. It's urge. You know what I mean? Like, you're always doing But it. you are still young. You are, but you're on... But in you, your 30s. When are you no longer young? 40. But, th- 37. 40? But wait for it. You're always the oldest you've ever been. So you always feel old. Yes, I do. You're also hit- the youngest you've ever been. No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Wrong. Wrong. I heard I, something the other dude, day. There was a I, split second in my mind where I'm like, oh, <laughs> sick. I was like, wait, no, nah, that's not it at all. I heard one something once. It was like, there's never more people older than you. Like the number always diminishes. Mm. Yep, that's true as well. We're blowing minds here today on the I don't know if that's a mind blower, but it's it's true. It's not really. It's a truism. (laughs) It's a truism for sure. Um, But yeah, there is... It's. I think you're old, or I think you start to feel older. A couple of things that it's when you don't know... When you hear of someone that's fucking famous and you've never heard of them before, and you're like, what? They're like, yeah, they got like 50 million fucking followers on Instagram. You're like, never in my life have I heard of this person. Mm. Or when you go fuck this music is shit and it's like one of the most popular people in the world. Yeah. Or when a bunch of 22-year-olds say that you're born in the 70s because yeah. that's as offensive as it fucking gets. Or you like, do one of those like, you know those like high-pitched sounds that only young people can hear? Did you, what ever, do you, you remember those? Yeah. No. You don't remember them? Do you know like what I'm the, talking about? Yeah, like these high-frequency, high-pitched sounds. And like sounds. the older you get, the, you know, like like, a, the like less you can whistle. hear. I don't believe that for a second. Are you serious? You never had those things in class. Where, but we and there'd be a, and someone had put it on their phone. It's yeah, like a really high pitched yeah. noise, and the teacher couldn't hear it. You no, I, I don't remember the teacher not being able to hear it. Bro, what planet are you on? Have you I've never heard of that in your never, life? Never heard of that. I've what never heard of. Fuck? I've never heard of the high pitch that like an older. You'd person be able to get up on YouTube yeah, for yeah. sure. I always we used to fuck with the teacher because we had the high pitch thing on, and it, it, he'd always be trying to fix the projector, and then we would just. <laughs> push the beep off and he'd be like, fuck, I gotta get a, like a technical person to come fix this thing. And then he'd go and we'd turn it off. And oh then no, the dude, there's things where like your ears can't hear it. The older you get. Legit. Am I, I so old that I've never even heard that. of this? That is fucking wild to me. I've never ever heard of that. I, I know what a dog whistle is. I'm not talking about dog whistles. Yeah, I know I, that, that was a Dior Dave example. Yeah, well, that's, that's not mine one. No, it's not. But that's that's why dogs can hear it. I don't know. Yeah, they, they, yeah, it, is, yeah. it is semi-relevant to what the- we're Sort of. Semi. Sort of. Yeah. <laughs> Have you got it? Or can yeah. I just not hear it? <laughs> Is it on? I can't hear that. Can you hear that? 
This is an under 24 one. Can you hear Bullshit. it? Bullshit. Can you hear it? You can hear that. I can hear that. I can hear that. I can't. Shut up. Shut up. That's gone now. Yeah. I can hear that. Shush. What is the sound? Really, really hype. It's like sort of in your head. Oh, I can hear that. Yeah, I can hear that. You can yeah, hear yeah, that this one. Is an un this is under 50. Oh, that was <laughs> under 40. I can hear it. Yep. Can you hear that? I can hear that. That's under 30. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. I can hear, I can hear like a little click, but I can't. No, hear that's not that's the click. That's under 24. I, I can't hear that now. That I lost. This is under 20, and I can't hear this. Yeah, bruh. <laughs> That's what pretty good. You could both fuck? hear the under 31. Fucking oath, brother. That's. I could hear the under 24 one, which yeah. I'm like fucking blowing my own mind. I told you I set the tone at Oztag for being <laughs> that, young. It's probably something to do with like you didn't have great senses in your vision, so the, the added extra. That's right. Extra senses. That's to the right. Ears. My body. Yeah. Well, I can't smell though, so I'd have thought that maybe my hearing would have picked up. Maybe it's my sight though. Maybe I've just still got it's very good sight. Slack, yeah. I cannot believe that's a thing. Oh, yeah. And that that's never been shown. It has been shown. I don't know how you've never seen well, that. Well, it's never been shown to me. I've never seen that. Pose that would have been like, surely you know what I'm talking about. You are only one year younger than me uh, in school-wise, so I don't know why that wouldn't have been something that is trans, you know. It would have been, bro. You're obviously fucking too cool for it, aren't you? I don't know. <sighs> Your word's not mine. Um, Thought you were. <laughs> <laughs> now I dispute it. Um, well, that's fucking wild. That was, I didn't expect to have my mind blown today. That blew my mind. Mm -hmm. That there's different frequencies. So those under 20 ones, they're the ones you could hear in this classroom. So is that just like evidence that my hearing's deteriorating? Yes. Ah, fuck. All right, Eddie. So a bit of sport from the weekend. Um, few things to get into. Predominantly rugby league, a couple of other things. I'd just like to get this one out of the way quick. Um, Manly bravely went down to the Penrith Panthers by 12 points or something, 28-16, whatever. It was 12, should have been six. Fair to say that it was a pretty brave loss and maybe the loss we needed to have because we were too good. We were up and about. We were smelling our own farts, which is fine. We were ripping and tearing and putting teams to the sword. We then come up against, you know, the numerical number one team in the competition. Obviously, we know where the real number one is, but it was like, all right, reality check. It was a good game of footy. I thought it was a good game of footy. I enjoyed mm. the fuck out of it. I thought it was great. Yep. We won't go into too much about the game because we do every week. But we'll say this. HD Light at Carrington Park Bathurst has never, ever looked better. It looked really good. It looked really, really like good. If that was, like, that was almost an 80-minute ad for HD Light. Yeah, it was. Which we should be doing the TVC for. Yeah, reach out HD Light. If you want us to do a TVC for you, we'll do it. We will do it, free of charge, sort of. So, well, well, look, market. Yeah, market rate, we'll do it. We'll do it just at, you know, cost. <laughs> Dave won't get paid. But we will. We will. And he will take you out for lunch. Yeah, yeah. Um, HD Light, the winner, and Manly also sort of a winner because I think it was a loss we needed to have. Loss we needed to have. You've got to take these, take these losses on the way to If glory. you go through the season just pounding teams in the, into the dirt, <coughs> can you two stop coughing every two he seconds? He made me cough. It's fucking hell. It's not like a yawn. It's not contagious. It yeah, was. That well, one was. That was like, ugh. Dave's got some shit in his lungs at the moment. Um, yeah, look, loss we needed to have. 
certainly not a bad one against the top. Like they, they humped us near to death round one, mm. and then come back a few rounds later, and we basically beat them. We basically beat them. Like they they scored a like Liam Martin fucking throws the ball back. You know, from going yeah. dead at the end, and then they score because it was just you know we wanted to get the seven tackle set. So yeah. basically, you know, it should have been we should have lost by six points, but we also should have won because we attacked their line like four times in a row. And yeah. Jake Javovich uncharacteristically dropped the ball. Yeah, which ninety nine times out of hundred he doesn't drop the ball. So if we play them another ninety nine times, he doesn't drop the ball, which means we score, which means they don't score at the other end in the next play, which means that we do win. So that's a twelve point swing. And well, then including Martin's one. That we didn't include. Yeah. We actually win by six points. Yeah. So we take the win, we take the two points and we march onwards to September. <laughs> now that was all fact. Wanted to say something else. It was refreshing for me, Tom to see Australia's preeminent sprinting coach, Roger Fabry, and his work with Jason Saab, just going from strength to strength to strength. When was the last time you saw a player dance down the touchline like that and just burn some Dude, fucker? like, honestly, you, you think that, like, Channel oh, 7 probably... Shadow Car last week? Nah, nah, he didn't dance, dude. There was he no right. dancing he with Josh. He around two vases. Yeah, on he the stepped. Outside. No, he that wasn't what we... Did you, you know what we're talking about here? We're talking All about he did was go around him. I'm talking about dancing, dancing bro. Dance, 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 dance. Dancing you know what, with the stars, dude. Yeah, yeah. Like, you, you ever seen don't know that what that shit? means, mate. He was fucking prancing down the sideline, fleet-footed. Now, you know, you know that Usain Bolt basically like rewrote the, the, the script on the ideal sprinter being just a fucking giant human. Well, people used to think that the shorter you were, the more revolutions, the higher the cadence, essentially. You know, little nuggety power, balls of power. Mm. Nah. Mm-mm. Big, tall, long range. Rangey motherfuckers. Yeah. Range is what we need and what you want. Saab might be the quickest player in the competition. He would be. He uh, definitely would be. His name... In absolute opposition with how quick he is, because I can't imagine that the Saab as a vehicle is all of that quick. Well, but I Saab don't, the I individual. Don't think, I don't think Saab as a car against like Ferraris would compete. No, but like, could you get the Saab? Harmon, you could get the Saab up there and about, but not to Jason Saab speeds. No, no. But it was delightful to see him dance down the, the touchline there, like. It that's, was, that's all I'm saying. Hmm. I mean, it was a nice advertising for rugby league dancers. Yeah, exactly. The Saab, they call that the Saab. Dancing with dance. the leagueies. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, Roger Fabry, dude, he is... If you if you don't follow Roger fucking Fabry, good God. Like, he is the greatest follow on Instagram. Now, there's Roger Fabry personal account and Roger Fabry Academy. I follow both um, because I don't want to miss anything. But he is... And I think we spoke about this uh, with Kempi on the, the, the preview last week. But... He is. He has like open arguments with people, but doesn't name who they are. But he puts the argument, like his retorts, in the in the stories, yeah, and just abuses class. people. But I love. I just love that like, because after Saab fucking, let me see if I can find it. I screenshot it. But after Saab scored that try, he put up something where it was like, um, where are we? Don't pretend you can't see the guys I train score absolute speed tries. You stupid, you so stupid. I told you so long ago, now get lost. And he shares of the video of Saab dancing down the sideline. Who could he possibly be talking to? 
Uh, it's, it's difficult to know, but what I will say is this, I'm loving it. <laughs> I'm absolutely loving it. I want, I, we is need to he always, has he, or how long have you been following for? Has he always got ongoing feuds or is this I've like only started, feud season? This is, this I think is feud season, S-Z-N, feud season. But I don't know because I have followed, I think I followed Roger only relatively recently, but I think also as well, the more you interact with an account, the more you see their shit. So now I'm like, he's the first fucking story. Basically, every time I'm like, what's Roger doing? He also put up a video of him dancing. It was International Dance Day last week. Didn't we know missed that. It. I can't believe we missed that. We missed that, which is why he didn't get a video from us. But Roger, fuck, man, he can move as well. Yeah, he can move. He can move. He looked really sick as he's like. He's a, he's a cool dude. He had some like, it was cool moves, right? It yeah, wasn't yeah. like someone trying to dance like a gorp no, and no, being no. like, it was like, it was like no, oh, no, this guy's. It's like, bruh. I got Sit it. down, relax. Watch me just fucking move. Uh, watch me fucking uh, tear this shit up. And like doing a bit move of fucking, my ass yeah, shit. shaking his ass. Like, I mean, if you or I were not married, engaged, that could have sent us. That could have sent us to. You know, would I turn for Roger? Yes, probably. Short answer, yes. Long answer, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so yeses in between yeses. Though. Yes, lots of yeses there with Rog. Um, I don't know how we work this out, Eddie, but we have to try and get some... We've got to try and get a sprint session with Rog. 100%. 100%. I'd love to go to AS Marks, put the spikes on. We'll get some spikes. Get some spikes. Put Hit the, the tartan. On. See yeah. what I'm all about. Yeah. See if I've still got it. Yeah. Should send him the, the beep test footage. Get some comments on it just before. Oh, you know what? That's also in my to-do list. Sebo, edit beep test this week, which is still there. Did um, we do that a year ago? We did it in August of 2020. I think we did it in June. No, no, we did it in August. I remember the date because I was fucking getting off work and shit. Back when I wasn't self-employed. Triple M, I remember having to be like, sorry, dude, I can't do fucking the show this week because I'm going down to Barrel to do a beep test. <laughs> Fully. Um... But yeah, Roger Fabry, shout out to Roger. We go there, we do some sprints. He tells us about our cadence, high knees, fast arms. Mm. Tempo. Tempo, 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 tempo. Tempo beat. And then we see how, you know, much I beat you by in a 100 meter sprint. That'd be interesting. Would you be able to run 100 meters? Not well, but yes. You'd get there? It's funny, right? Like, I was never the fastest, which is probably not shocking to anyone. But, like, I was all right. Like, I think I ran in the 11s once when mm. we did sprinting at school. Um, I but also ran, like, an 11.9 Yeah, once. it was, like, at a high 11 once when I was doing athletics. Um, but you feel so much quicker than you are. Like, when you're running your fastest. No, like but what I'm, saying, what I'm saying now is you don't feel quick. You're, you're aware that you're not that quick anymore. You're, you're certainly aware. Cause like I'm like- I feel slower now. I'm oh like, yeah, oh, bro, dude. I'm slower. But dude, 100%, but what I mean is like, even when I'm sprinting, say to like, we're playing cricket and you're like chasing down a ball in the field, you obviously don't feel like you're moving like the wind, but you don't realize how actually like you're moving, like how slow you are actually going. You're like, I know I'm not this quick, but I'm like, oh, I'm actually moving incredibly slowly across yeah, the yeah, ground. Yeah. Like if you looked at me, you'd be like, ooh. Yeah, and like speed off the mark and shit. And mm. be like, ugh. Yeah, yeah, it's lethargic. Yeah. Anyway. Looks like you need a shot of adrenaline, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, we're old, dude. Yeah, we're, we're long in the tooth. We're long in the tooth. That's all we're saying. But shout out to Roger Fabre. Shout out to Roger Fabre. With Jason Sard. Jason Sard. incredible. I'd also like to shout out... Um, Desi, now, if you at home don't think Manly is a threat and actually a top four side, 
Then explain to me why Des Hasler gave the team one of the great sprays mm. of all time. One of the great at bakes. the end of the game. Was it at the end of the game or half time? Well, they were showing it at the end of the game. Yeah, I think it was half time though. But they were saying the end of the game. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. The bake was given. You know what I mean? Because mm. they were saying, geez, like, look how much it means to Desi, like, that this, that they, it's Let unacceptable. That one go. Yeah. Des doesn't accept mediocrity. No. So that's my point. Des is a realist. He's not going to spray a team that is a bottom four side no. for losing by 12 points to the Panthers in a brave effort. He's going to conserve his energy. You're not going to waste his time yelling exactly. at a bunch of losers. So make it that way you will. That's why you never saw him yelling at the dogs. Um, but yeah, shout out to Desi. I'd also like to shout out, and this was a bit of a scout one, dude, but Brett Morris fucking doing his ACL mm. out potentially. For, like that could be his career. That was pretty tough to see. Mate, I tell you what, when Josh and him embrace, yeah, that could move mountains. That's actually. rugby league emotion right there. Raw, oh. true, honest, powerful rugby league emotion. Brett Morris to Which me. Which is obviously, it's one of the most powerful emotions, rugby league emotion. It's the only emotion that I even identify. Like whenever I'm trying to like connect with my family, my daughter, my wife, parents, or anything, I'm like, how would I think about this relationship in a rugby league context? And then that's how I can show the emotion required for that situation. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's your barometer. Correct. It's my barometer, my yardstick. What is a barometer? It measures wind pressure. Bang, that was quick. <laughs> Dior Dave. Dior Dave. Yeah, well, fuck it. So it's your barometer. It's my barometer. My emotional wind pressure measurement. Air, air pressure, not air pressure. pressure. Ooh, Same thing. Yeah, well, it'll do. Air. It'll do. Um, but anyway, shout out to Brett Morris. I think he's the best winger of all time that I've seen. I know Dell is considered the best. Saw Dell a little bit, but I was certainly much younger when Dell was throbbing. Was Brett earmarked to retire this season? Like, had he said anything? No, no. There's a chance he comes back. But they're saying it's a devastating injury. Well, it's a fucking tear of your ACL. 12 can months. You, can it be? Well, there you go. So that's like halfway through next season. Mm. Yeah. Like, it, what's, do you really want to come back and fucking play a couple of games? He, maybe he does. He's 34. So it's not like he's 38. But He's, he's not still, old, old. But he's 34. He's won two premierships. Yeah. So, you know, there's that. Yeah. It's not like he's, he, he's done it all. Exactly. He's done everything he, that you could ask. And I still... Th they've been fucking he's hit pretty desperately. Yeah, Dude, they've got five ACL injuries or something at the moment. Wow. Then Lindsay Collins did his afterwards. There's video. The rugby NRL physio put it up. And you see him like... You see his ACL snap. Like you can see this thing like push through the front of his knee. Is it there more ACLs disgusting. done now than there were? Like, I don't know, dude. Like, fuck, maybe, maybe not. Like, you might be like, oh, now the players are all so strong, they're getting in these fucking collisions that are, you know, stronger than the ACL was when it was just park footy princes. Mm. But I don't know. You're, not, you're asking the wrong guy first. I am. Well, yeah, but you never know. You know things. You're, you're not asking the wrong guy. I just can't help you out on this occasion. You're asking the exactly right person. Um Now, Manu Vatavai has been uh, charged, I believe. Yeah, he has. He's been charged. He's been charged with importing uh, shitloads of methamphetamine and is facing life in jail. Life in prison. Now, there were rugby league rumours that swirl. Back in 2019. And they swirled our way. And we'd heard things uh, about 
one Manu Vatavai yeah. being embroiled in some issues. Now, but nothing came of it. Nothing came of it, which is not unusual because the rugby league rumour usually wrong. Like, there is, you know... We've been sent some crazy rumours. We've been sent some fucking wild rumours that have never seen the light of day because they end up being complete bullshit. And they're always centred around someone knows the team physio who, you know what I mean? Like, it always starts the same way. Yep. And they can't say anything because the team physio is actually fucking rooting someone's brother. And like, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. And they'll know. And they can't get out because it's the CEO's son and shit, whatever. This one hit our desk and I was like, holy shit, that's pretty wild. And then it went dead. So the fact that that didn't get out is really impressive. Mm. But now Manu has, he wants to front foot this thing. Yeah, well, because there was a thing, like there was some sort of embargo on his name being released. He was like fighting it, like trying to not get his name released. And then the, through the courts. And then I think basically in two days time or two days time from when he put the video up was like the whole thing was going to be like, Sorry, dude, the time's run out. You're going to be named. So he was like, fuck it. I'm going to front foot this thing. Manu denies it all, says he's fighting the charges. And I don't know that there's any more in-depth detail around the story other than the fact that he has been charged with importing clearly what must be a fuckload of meth. Question to all the punters and dribblers out there. Why would you bother importing meth? When you can make it in like a fucking garden, you know what I mean? In a shed out the back of a house. Do you think Manu Vadavai could like have the chemical and scientific compounds to make meth? Well, I think that some of the dumbest people on earth and some of the biggest fucking dead shits on earth make meth. I don't think it's all bloody, you know. But I think it's easier for him to just buy it. Assuming sure. that the charge, you know what I mean? Yes, if he's guilty. I just think like, hmm, you're trying to get it across borders into another country where they look for this shit as opposed to just fucking, you know. But yeah, but like it gets in, right? It gets in. Yeah. Now, Manu, again, putting words into like the story here. Innocent until proven guilty. But let's say that Manu is guilty. He has probably heard the success stories, right? Bruh, this is how you do it. You put it in this, you put it in that. We bribed this bloke here, we bribed this bloke there, and that's how it's fucking done. That's how the, the cake's cooked, mm. as it were. Has it worked out for Manu? Allegedly. Allegedly. I think that's probably the situation. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's been sold down the river. He's been sold the dream, and now, unfortunately, it's become a nightmare. It's like the trafficker. It's like, brah, like, you know that you get fucking done if you strap 12 kilos of cocaine to your body. And it's like, no, nah, but old mate got through the Yeah, other he day. got through that time. Okay, well, sure, bro. Go for it. Go for your life. Tell you what, if he's guilty, fuck life seems like a long time for a fucking mistake like that. It does. Or a bad decision or whatever it is. I know that meth kills people and blah, 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 all that shit. There is a part of me that's like, you do also take meth of your own volition. And to give someone life in prison for something that was stupid, yes, but like, I don't know. Life seems like a lot, but... Innocent or not, guilty or not, who knows? You can't deny, Eddie, just another chapter in the rugby league book of yarns. It's in the book of books, mate. You know what I mean? Would he be the first rugby league player sentenced to life in prison? Couldn't say that with any authority. Couldn't. Is it one of those life means 30 years situation as well? well yes, I, I would say yeah. so. Yeah, and I would think that like life is obviously the maximum penalty you can get. Yes. Whether as if he 
has surely he has Manu a clean record. So he's, he'd have a clean record. It'd be clean enough. Yeah, yeah. Nothing of this nature on it. No. So I don't think you wouldn't be facing the maximum penalty. No. But yeah, it's a wild, wild decision if Manu's done it. Um, but also inspired rugby league soap opera writing just continues, doesn't it? It's like, oh, there hasn't been a scandal for a while. What about well, international drug trafficking? Have we done that yet? <laughs> have we done that one? Have yet? we covered that one off? I don't think we've done that. How the fuck have we not done that? It's been right in front of our face. Silly, silly, silly. Let's let's get that in there yeah, right let's, now. Can we start, can we write in? Who can we use? Mm. Let's write in a storyline for international drug trafficking. Let's use a former all time great winger. Looking at a big, big number of methamphetamine. Yeah. Okay. Yep. It's cool. We get. What else we need we a big name here? though. We need a big name to sell this thing. It can't be you know. Can't be just no one. Can't just be some former bit part rugby league player who you know played like thirty games. No. Nah. Because we do have drugs, obviously, in NRL, but not international. Carmen San Diego vibes, international drug trafficker of mystery. Shout so out to Carmen. Les Mara, who played for Balmain Souths in Newtown, was jailed in 2007 for a maximum of 20 years after importing cocaine being found on the New South Wales South Coast. So maybe this is a rerun. As in, oh, they're remaking Men in Black. It's like now they're remaking the Les Mara saga. So, yeah, right. This is Les Mara 2.0. Yeah. Well, they've just gone, all right, international drug trafficking is the theme here. Yeah. Let's, how, can we, how can we punch it up? We need to punch it up. We need... Let's go to New Zealand instead of Australia. Let's do meth instead of coke. Because and let's give 30 more. instead of 20. Yeah. And There's let's a get, sequel. And we're getting a bigger star. Yeah. We're not making a star with this story. Like Men in Black kind of... I mean, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones are already stars, but it was sort of, you know... They were stars. They were stars. But this is like, we're already getting... So I think when they remade Men in Black, Hemsworth was like, yeah, this guy's the biggest star on the fucking planet right yeah, now. Yeah, We're yeah. just picking, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, mate, it's tried and tested. Yeah. It's tried and tested. So Didn't see Men in Black 2, did you? As in three. the new one. Was it three or four, maybe? Well, the, the ones without like, Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones? Yeah. No, I didn't see it. With the greatest respect to Hemsworth. If it's not fucking Will Smith and Tommy Lee Jones, why didn't they bring those two fucking back? That's a great question. And they're, one I'd like answered. They're still alive. Tommy Lee Jones, obviously the biggest concern there, but he's still doing it. Will's doing it. Will's still doing the Will's damn doing thing. Will's doing the damn thing. You're doing the damn thing. Uh, Men in Black, one of the greatest fucking movies. The first one. Yeah. Fuck Oath. I love that was phenomenal. Shit. I we used to watch it. it on the bus on uh, rugby trips. Remember when you'd get Tudor to school, Mundra, you'd go to a little bus holiday. All those great yeah, places, the, the, the bus movie. Boom, up the front. Thanks TV, for But also it's the cassette. VCR, of course. VCR. It was VCR, Tom. Did you, have you ever watched a video before? Yeah. Do you know what a VCR is? Yeah, yeah. How We've do you know what a VCR of, is? You're only 22. Like, that was like the end of like my childhood. When I, like I've got videos at home that are like my preschool videos and they're on VCR. Okay. And you still got them at home? So in some cupboard somewhere. As in like from when, like videos of you as a kid, you mean? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I think Does anyone still show. watch VCRs? There's still a couple of video stores around or at least one, I'm pretty sure. Like I'm a video about VCRs. Yeah, I'm saying they still fucking sell them. Or maybe they sell nah, them DVDs. They wouldn't sell VCRs, would they? Oh, I think they Can might. you just They'd go to like a Harvey DVDs. Norman Retrovision and just see if they... See if you can buy a VCR player. Yeah. Yeah. Can you still buy them? Surely you can. You used to have to... Um, clean them? Clean them and shit. Like, you put the, you put, do you remember that, Dave? You have to put like the liquid, the liquid into the into liquid the, one and you put it in and clean it. I don't remember Because you'd have like a... You'd have the, the, video, you'd have the cassette that, that would mm. clean the player. Yeah, that's, that's what, what I mean. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What did you think I meant? No, I was just trying to make 
explain it to this fucking nine-year-old. I, I remember like just seeing the videos and the tapes and just like putting my finger in the thing and like twisting it. it. Yeah, 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 great yeah. way to fuck them up. But I yeah. did, I do understand that was fun back in the day. I used to get you get videos from the video store and they were fucked, and you're like, these pieces of shit. You like get halfway through. They used to charge or... you if you didn't rewind them mm. at the video store. That is fucking outrageous. It didn't take that long to rewind it. It's no. not like a, that was but one of the great stitch ups all time. Yeah, I mean, uh, like, five bucks you didn't rewind it. Yeah, nice revenue raising here. Brilliant. Who Brilliant. came up? Yeah, with? dude, fucking probably the same genius. people that came up with the parking officers and shit. You know what I mean? Genius, like, genius, genius. Moving up, but cruel. Harvey Norman and JB Hi-Fi do not sell VCR players. Really? <sighs> yeah, that's shocking to me. Is it? Old people, bro. <laughs> Dude, old people have them already. And if they don't, or if they're like, I want a VCR, then that's when their family, if they love them, go, no, we're going to upgrade you now. I still thought you'd be able to buy one. No I'm way, sure there are some dude. places, like a J car, or probably cash converters or some shit. Well, cash converters, yeah. Of course. But they'd be worth But they convert goods to cash, so obviously. Can you just check if there's a cash converter? I just want to know what they go for. Like five, ten bucks? Like, surely you can't be charging more than that for a fucking VCR, right? Well, they now like vintage. Not in a good way. <laughs> not in a good no, way. Not in a good way. Um, but yeah, Manu. Oh my god! What? These are expensive. Some of these, hundred and fifty bucks, two hundred and fifty bucks. Fuck. Twenty. That. Yeah, there's a twenty nine dollar one. There's a three hundred dollar one. There's a four hundred dollar one. My goodness. Is that just like because of scarcity? It must be. Well, to be fair, the $400 one does have CD and DVD capabilities. Yeah, right. So it's like a dual threat. Yeah. Okay. Triple threat. Yeah, thing. right. Still. It can do it all. Yeah, most of these are above 100 Who's paying that much? Fuck. Old people. Mm. Old people with a bit of you know money yeah, left bit over. Of cash rolling around. You're not going to bloody... A, you super, can't, a super fun that yeah, we get through. You can't take it with you. That's right. You know what? Let me get this $400 VCR. That's right. So I can watch my old tapes. Mm. I don't know how we got here. Is that Manu? I think that's Manu. Yeah. That's Manu. I think we move on from Manu. <laughs> um, how good were those Danny Widler memes? Dude. They're so good. So good. So good. I genuinely think that we should be putting, like, we could do a fucking, just like a funny limited merch shirts of just like, the way someone did it where it was like the Hello Sport logo and just hot, like Danny's back. On the logo. Like half covering the fucking logo, like he's getting in the way of it. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. That's good. Yeah. I also like him in famous photos. Yeah, or the ones that Dave did where it was like him, it was like his holiday snaps and he's blocking out like Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's fucking genius. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Coliseum, yeah, Eiffel yeah, Tower. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah, could yeah. do them all. There'd be good ones just like him on the moon in front of the moon landing, just like. Yeah, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. just getting in front, getting shit. in the like, way yeah, of everything. Yeah, Buzz going down the, like, or Dude, he, Neil going so down good. the ladder and it's just him. Keep yeah. sending those in because they were fucking funny. The one where it was, you know, that, that one that was the meme it was huge over COVID. Was that massive dude with the fat cock sitting on the sitting yeah, on the yeah, bed, yeah, yeah. and mm -hmm. it was Danny in front of him with the the mic basically as the dick. I was like, that is, Mwah, chef's kiss. Um, but yeah, keep sending those in by all means. They were funny as fuck. They were funny as fuck. Um, but yeah, Danny Widler merch would be funny. I there's something so when it comes to like putting people's face or well, you wouldn't put Danny's face on because he'd definitely see you, but. There's something that at least you can do in America, and I'd be interested to find out about it in Australia. And maybe it's a question for Izzy Carey, Lloyd of the Stars. But so the way like Barstool Sports and shit get away with putting people's faces on the things without having to pay them is like, there's like parody laws. So it's like if you're doing something to parody, 
then it's okay as opposed to like me just selling a fucking t-shirt with David Warner on it or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. So did um. Would the, do, I don't know if those laws exist here or not. No, I don't know, right? But it'd be good to know because that will then clear some runway for us. Yes. To just fuck around. Yeah, there are similar laws. I know that copyright laws have like caveats for satire and parody. I'm not sure the specifics, but I do know Australia has some of the toughest defamation laws in the world. Yeah, but so you're not defaming like, someone. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess I you could argue it. Yeah. I don't know how, like, I mean, if you're just putting Danny Wildler's back, covering every single thing that he's fucking doing. Mm. Um, Maybe it's not Danny Wildler. No, well, of course. You we wouldn't do mean. it with Danny Wildler. Wanny Diedler. Wanny Diedler, <laughs> yeah. Be Wanny. You know Wanny. Of course I know Wanny. Point being, the merch might be coming. Yeah, we'll look into it. We'll see. We'll look into it. We'll see. Bounce out trackies first, maybe. But who knows? Maybe we just fucking rip and tear. Um, was there anything else rugby league? Oh, yeah. The Broncos come back. Uh, so the Titans obviously come what out. What a sh- fucking wild ride. That, that was, was a wild ride. Now, before we get into that game, I would like to just point out that Kendrick of Salty Dribbler in the P's and D's page of course he did this, but came in afterwards and the goon goes, fuck, that game was a piece of shit. You want like, burn that, never watch it again. I'm like, and again, like, you know, I think he's just an agent provocateur. He just gets in there and tries to fuck shit up. I, like, think that, I don't that, think he- that's his, that's his MO. I think he also exists in other people's groups. I'm not 100% sure of this, but I heard it somewhere. But like, uh, you know- Is uh, it in the, in in the scope? scope? Like uh, Justin Horro of Manly Legend fame and also YKTR crew fame. But he- Apparently, well, he's got like his own like betting, the degenerates, his betting sort of group. And I think I heard somewhere that Kendrick's in there and he dribbles just as hard. So it's like he's just a serial fucking dribbler around groups. I'd love to know what sort of groups he's in and just where he's took. Because like he spends most of his day talking shit online. He loves it, mate. Loves it. It's what, it's what gets him out of bed in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. He's fueled by it. And I've got no, I've nothing against it. But when you come to the group afterwards and say that game was shit your credibility that you already didn't have is just flies out the window because the game, whilst it was a fucking, it was a, it was a crazy fucking game. 22 nil was it? 22 nil after 14 minutes. And then I they- I captain Fafita. I'm like, thanks for coming. Yeah. Supercoach. I had Fafita two or more tries. You know what I mean? I'm like, this is going to be a fucking bloodbath. He did crap, didn't he, Fafita in the end? He did nothing. He did nothing. Yeah. I played against him as captain. He did nothing. I was playing against him. He he did absolutely nothing. I was like, this is going to be an absolute bloodbath. Yeah. 22 nil after how long again? 14 minutes. 14 minutes. I was in Kempi's DMs like an absolute thought trying to get his attention, just bagging the fuck out of him. Uh, And let's just say that um, he's much more uh, conciliatory on the podcast that we do with him. Uh, but it was just funny to see how how devastated he was. <laughs> it was like 22 fucking nil, and then the Broncos started coming back, and no one actually thought it was going to happen, but... It did. We were saying, I don't know if you would have seen this, Dave, and Matt, Waterboy Matt, maybe you're too young, but did you guys ever watch Hook with Robin Williams? Fuck me, I'm old. Dude, I mean, you are, like, you're not too old for it now, but, like, especially Dave, who doesn't mind punching cones <laughs> do yourself a favor pack a billy rip a cone and settle in even if you want to get it on vhs to really get the vibe do that and do bounce that. out on a sunday watch robin williams in hook dustin hoffman as hook wow. robin williams as peter pan julia roberts julia roberts as tinkerbell Steven spielberg dude Correct. it is one of the greatest 
movies of all time, especially for obviously your younger audience. But like, it's so fucking good and so like, you know, food for the Iconic. soul. In It's just like the amazing imagination and like it takes you away to another place, right? Never Neverland to be specific. Yes. But the Titans were like Robin Williams in that movie. Now, for those of you that don't know, it's Peter Pan. He's taken away from Neverland. He goes and he lives in the real world with humans, with people. Then he has to come back to Never Neverland to help out the Lost Boys against, against Captain Hook. But he's forgotten that he was ever Peter Pan. He's forgotten how to fly. He's forgotten everything. So the Lost Boys are trying to get him back up to speed. They've all stayed young because you never grow up on Never Neverland. You should know that. He's come back as an old man. They're trying to reintegrate him into Never Neverland society. They're trying to get him to get back to flying, which he's forgotten how to do. Now, to fly, he needs his happy thought. You following me? He needs his happy thought, and he's forgotten his happy thought. Then there is a scene where he has his happy thought, and he's like, oh, that's my happy thought. He starts flying, and then he forgets it, and he falls. That's the Titans. They had their happy thought the first 14 minutes. They started to fly, and then they forgot their happy thought, and they crashed down to Earth. Was that a long, convoluted way of explaining it? No. No. It was completely <laughs> necessary. It was quite concise, really. Yeah. That was no, that wasn't. was spot on. That was absolutely and spot on. If you knew Hook, and if you knew that yeah, is it called Hook? Yeah. Yes. If you knew Hook, I wouldn't have had to have gone on that long winded explanation, but we are in the room with two eight year olds who I had to fucking You did. You had to go there, you had to do it, had to be done. But I bet you they remake that and fuck it up as well. I don't know if they will. Robin Williams is a goat oh, and so. it would be a disservice to Robin Williams if they remade it, but it wouldn't surprise me if they did. Anyway, the Titans are Robin Williams remembering the happy thought and then forgetting it and falling to the ground. Are we now, but like with the Titans, are we now, is reality setting in? Yeah. A little bit. It's like, oh, you know, you got high on your own supply for a second because you made some good signs. And we all got high on their supply. How high did we get? Well, we got high enough to fucking think they were good pre-season. Like, I don't think they're going to make the eight now. I think I've seen enough. Yeah, I think I've seen enough. Uh, I heard someone describing it as basically just like, no one knows what the other one's doing. So like, you know, their defense is all shot. They're, they can still attack. They can still throw the Steeden around. Eddie, oh, they but, can throw the Steeden, Tom. There's no doubt about that. I mean, but they can't defend for shit. Overs was the easiest bet in the world, Broncos-Titans, because both those teams fucking detest defense. Um, but yeah, I don't think that they, I, I don't think they make the eight. But again, I haven't looked at the top eight for fucking a couple of I weeks. I looked at it the other day. Because Manly's basically in there, so I'm like, I don't care. Manly's coming 10th, I think. Do, do you all get it up? Yeah, Actually, yeah. I'll so get it. Manly are 10th on six points, which is equal with the Titans, who are also eighth and down to the Cowboys. So that's 12th. where we're at. Okay, good to know. So obviously we'll be going in, the Titans will be falling out. The yes. Dragons are still in the sixth, eight. Six, they're sixth, mm -hmm. yeah. That's which, like, when you see the like, dragons in the eight, you, what, you know we make the I eight. I tell you what, I, you look at the top eight and you go, there's some beaters in there. Yeah. Mm. Can you read the, the top eight? Yeah. So Penrith, Eels, Bunnies, Roosters, Storm. Um, do, you, do you want to know the points or? Nah, no. fuck. Then sixth and seventh, Dragons and Warriors on equal points. Beaters. And then Titans. Beaters. Dude, we're fucking, we're a top eight side. And then just go we're down the rest. No, I know, but like, you know, everyone's like, Manly, we were fucking coming dead last. It's like, no, we're easily top eight. And then ninth Raiders, then Manly, then Knights, then Cowboys, and bottom four Sharks, Tigers, Broncos, Bulldogs. The Raiders are also shit now. Yeah. Yeah. Raiders. I didn't see that coming at the start of the season. No, neither did it. Dude, I picked them to. Have they, they won one game or two games? No, they won three. No, they're coming ninth. Three. 
How many have they lost on the trot, though? Three on the trot, at least. Um, Four, even. And Tarpanay's Misso had a crack at Ricky Stewart in her, mm. in her uh, Instagram stories. Saying what? She was like, yeah, uh, it's not the form. It's like, you've got an international player on the bench. Like, it's your fucking, it's not your rotation or it's your, you know, it's your coaching and like having a crack. I'm like, dude, hey, hey, Wags, shut the fuck up. You're going to get him in trouble. You, like, what are we doing here? That's so unhelpful to a team. So if I was a Raiders fan, it's which so I'm not. so unhelpful to Tarpanate because now he's got to go to training and like. Yeah, sorry, Ricky. My missus. He looks at Ricky. Ricky looks at him. Yeah. He knows that Ricky's seen his missus blow up. Like, does he front foot that or does he go, fuck it, I don't want to talk about it? Like, how do you do it? Do you front foot? It's always better to front foot issues. We've always said that. But sometimes it's also better to pretend like nothing ever happened and just let it float away yeah but, yeah i mean is he a floater or is he a front footer if you've got I think your, he's got a float about it you've got your missus bagging out the coach in the comments directly about you being benched which obviously would in, infer that he's bitching to her about of course being benched it is. and then what she's got to make that up no way he's furious and now ricky's just like ricky's dropping everyone drop papali fucking tarpon out of the bench and then they lose to who'd they lose to this week yeah bunnies Bunnies. Not surprising, but, but... They got pumped in the end. Yes. You're just like, if you're, a, if you're a Raiders fan, does it hurt knowing that your premiership window has closed? Shunk. It was open. And you made the GF. You had two glorious years. And you couldn't get it done. And now it's shut. Yeah. And now it's all over. Yeah. And you know what, Ricky... Probably 10 years. Well, Ricky's... It seems like maybe Ricky's um, coaching sort of uh, history is going back into a bit more of a working order where it was like one year of glory, then fucking shit. And then, oh, well, no, we made the fucking top eight. And then, oh, dude, we made the grand final. Now we're back. Oh, we're in the top four. And then, like, that's more, it's very uh, bipolar, Ricky's coaching record. Maybe we're back into sort of regular proceedings. Maybe we are. But the Raiders, shithouse, manly, 10th behind them. Yeah. And who are we playing this weekend? Because Manly could be in the top eight then by the by. Here we got the Warriors. Uh, yep. Warriors. And Raiders are playing the Knights. I think who? we'll be in the top eight. Maybe. Well, if we beat the Warriors, who are in the top eight, then we're in the top eight. Uh. Unless the Raiders and the Dragons win. Who are the Dragons and the Raiders playing? The Dragons are playing the Dogs and... Raiders playing the Knights and the Titans are playing the Tigers. It's a funny old fucking... I wouldn't back against the Dogs against the Dragons. I said on about even that the, that the Tigers would win. Mm. Lomax is probably out. Lomax is out. He's out for like fucking six weeks with a broken hand, I think. Uh, and the Dragons... They've, no. they've, they're, they're like... Um, early season form is getting shorter. Yeah, exactly. It used to you be know like, what I mean? Like they used to get to ten rounds. Now they yeah. get to like six, yeah. and it's like all over. And they'll just plummet down. And the, the Dragons fans are all like, "Oh, dude, we're good, we're good." It's like I see through it every time. Like you're not, you're not good. No, you're not good. You're absolutely sorry. Yet early wins. I don't know what the preseasons must be like down at Wollongong, but yeah. something fires, and then it fucking stops. Yeah, it stops every year. I was gonna say something else, but I've forgotten what it was. About who? Oh yeah. Why, like the, I just find the rugby league schedule so strange. We played the Panthers like four weeks ago, played them again. We played yeah. the Warriors like two, three weeks ago, yeah. and playing them again. Yeah, I don't understand why that works. I don't understand why that works at all. I don't understand. Why wouldn't you put those games at the end of the season? Is there something like you're building some sort of like short term rivalry? Because I'm not really getting it. Yeah. No. We're I, about I to play Souths for the second time already this yeah. season. What do you think about the conference system I was proposed? I that. Um, 
I don't love it. I don't I, hate it. I don't hate it, but I don't love it. But the, the, I think there's... I don't mind the idea in the sense that, you know, it creates some maybe more rivalries and a bit of that. But, like, you have... It seems like the conferences are probably going to be pretty strong. I heard someone say you'll never have a fucking Sydney or Sydney Grand Final again uh, because all the Sydney teams are basically in the one conference. Well, no, 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 no. They're not implying that. Like, there was two variations of the final system. Either it would be four and four, four from each. Yeah. Which I think is probably what they would do. Yeah. I think they'd go four and four instead of having the conference winners for the reasons you just explained. Yeah. Because that's what they'll do. They'll go four and four. I think. I'm not mad at it if it's, if it like. Or essentially all it does is fucking, no, basically nothing changes except you're guaranteed to play the Sydney teams twice if you're a Sydney team. Yes. That's all it, that's basically it. That's the long and the short of it. You play everyone, you play the Sydney teams twice if you're a Sydney team and that's it. I think and the I, problem with that is that with all the Sydney teams, if you, if you do the conferences by location, then you've got like all the Sydney teams and there's a fair few good teams in there. And then you've just got the storm pumping all the Queensland teams and the Warriors the outside of Sydney thing. Yeah. Yeah, like but like, yeah, there's Newcastle and Cronulla. Like, they're not always going to be shit. The yeah, Raiders the storm, are in The storm there. humps all teams, basically. Every team not based in Sydney, the but storm the only, beat what, the, the fucking but the only team, The only team in Sydney that's been consistently strong, consistently strong, is the Roosters. Do you know what I mean? Who else has been consistently strong every single year? South have been pretty consistent. Yeah, yeah but not for like... Not well, for twenty years. No, well, but like, like no since be, since yeah. they fucking won it, they've been. But I'm saying much like I'm saying go from like a twenty year period, yeah, like from the last twenty years to get you a fucking read on the next twenty years. Sort of yeah, thing. I guess the Roosters and the Storm have been pumping everyone for a, for a minute like that, that relatively consistently. Um, I don't look. I'm not against it. I'm not against it. Like some people are. I think it probably. Just but needs also, to be you're still playing everyone. Mm. And you're still, if you're good enough, you're still in the top. Like, yeah, you still play. Everyone. You still play everyone. You still have a chance at making the finals if you're good, right? Like, if you're fucking. But so to be two conferences, right? Yeah. Sydney and then everything else. Sydney and everyone outside of Sydney. Look, I don't mind it. I guess then you'd also have those out, everyone else being like, "Well, we've got to fucking travel more." But you got to tra- they got to travel anyway. I know. If you're North Queensland, every second weekend you travel in the new conference system. If you're North Queensland. Every second weekend, you would travel. Yeah. Nothing changes. Nothing changes. At all. So. It's but maybe the, they're saying the Sydney teams don't travel as much, so that's of benefit. It would them. be marginal anyway. And they'd already, mate, most fucking, like, the Eels would play the Bulldogs twice a year, I would imagine, anyway, because they want that fucking, mm. like, it's, they're already probably doing it. And I think as we've you discussed just be before, aware. Mm. As we've discussed before, some of the Sydney road trips can be the toughest in the competition. Well, that's true. Going from Manly down to Wollongong was the fucking... Yeah. Toughest road trip in rugby yeah. league. And I, I give you the hot tip, playing at Fortress Brookvale, no easy feat. No, now that not. we've got our fucking wings back. Yes, we do. Found our wings. Um, yeah, look, not mad at it. Obviously, PVL. I'm not mad about it. I'm, I'm like, I'm not anti it, right? No, I'm not anti it. And PVL. Not until I learn more, but I wouldn't like two conferences, the two conference final, like the winner of both conferences playing the final. No, like that. no, that'd be shit. That'd be shit. Um, also, just quickly, I don't know if there's too much more in the rugby league land. Other than the fact that the Dragons suck ass and I pick the Tigers who also suck, but the Dragons suck more. Um, actually, just on that, you can't trust a DMC. That was my whole thing, right? And I think that that just needs to be something that we... is made known and acknowledged that one of the oldest adages in rugby league, I think maybe it was forgotten a little bit because of you know so much has happened in the game over its 100 plus years. Never trust a DMC. 
you can't. You can't. Dragons think that they're going to, oh, dragons are good. We're going to beat the Tigers with shit. Oh, then the Tigers pull off a fucking strange win. Of course, because you can't trust the Tigers form. You can't trust the Dragons form. You can't trust anything when it comes to those clubs. So if in the punting realm... Stay away. Or go like me, except I had Laurie any time try to score, so fuck me. Sam Walker broke the record. I don't think it was on the weekend. Did he just do it this weekend? He broke the record for most try assists in a game for a Roosters player ever. A five. This weekend. He had an involvement in all seven tries. I think he scored two of them. Yeah. Jesus Christ. The crazy thing about that is, like, usually when someone has talked up this much, they don't deliver to the degree that they are hyped. The other thing, like, I know he's 18, right? But they talk about this kid as being, like, literally once in a generation, Mm. right? He was at the Roosters not even playing, Mm. Like, there's clubs out there like the West Tigers, for example, who I'm surprised weren't moving mountains to get someone well, like Well, the Broncos like had him. The Broncos ha- let him go. He's happy to go to the Roosters and not even play. He's only playing because Kiri got injured. Dude, he was the fucking... He was in the Broncos junior system the whole time. And then the Roosters went, yoink. How the fuck does that happen? And that How Reece, does that happen? That Reese Walsh, who's, who's fucking playing for the Warriors. Oh, I know. He's a good player. What the fuck is going on? And he's attractive as fuck. There must be so much shit going on at Red Hill that you don't even, that's not really spoken about in the media, yeah. where players go, you know what? Get me the fuck out of yeah. here. And they're like, oi, Mitchell Moses, come on. We'll beg you to come up. We'll pay you shitloads of money. He's like, you know what, dude? I'm at Par- a Parramatta who, look, science will tell me won't win a comp before this whole thing we know as existence disappears. But I've still got a better chance than the Broncos, who fucking no one likes, a bunch of losers. The media up there is fucking horrendous. They'll crucify me if I don't like... You know, life's too short to play for the Broncos. That's right. Life is too short. It's just too short. It's It's, too short. It's not worth it. Why would I go up there into a one-team town and get crucified in the media, you know what I mean, see seven or eight different coaching setups... And, you know, yeah, get paid the big bucks, but, but get pounded in submission every week. I'm not yeah. going to do it. Not doing it. Life is I, too I short. I play for Parramatta. We make the top eight. We'll never win the comp, but we have a crack. We have a crack. We have a good time. And, you know, I'm and enjoying it. myself at least. And you, sta- you play at the Steven Stadium in the land. I get that. And on that, these fucking rumours trying to link DCE of manly, uh, you know, captain legend fame, premiership winning halfback fame, to the Broncos and South. If, if South... And this isn't anything about Cherry Evans, but if Souths let Adam Reynolds go and then sign Cherry Evans, that would have to be one of the most ridiculous fucking things ever, right? Like that, that wouldn't happen. Why would that happen? He's been linked to Souths, and Ch- he's been linked everywhere. No, but he's been linked to Souths and Broncos to the point where he's made a comment on it, being like, "It's not for me." But the, the yarn is that Manly's trying to fucking manage their cap and he's tied to the cap as a percentage. So yeah, every time yeah, he goes up, that. he gets... So like that, you know, potentially Manly in an attempt to cap manage have gone, maybe we need to get rid of Cherry, which seems wild when you don't have another halfback. But them's the yarns. Um, so like, yeah, if Souths were to get rid of Reynolds, who is humming and is a one-club player, legend, adored by everyone, to then bring in Cherry Evans... But they so Reynolds has signed with no no he hasn't signed hasn't he no. I thought he had no 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 the Sharks have offered him I think a three year deal maybe oh, they offered him but he didn't I take think. it and apparently Kevy and the Broncos desperately 
flying down to New South Wales. Oh, so they just tailed the offer. Yeah. yeah. Was it? I think it's 3.4 over three. Who? Offer Reynolds? Yeah. Can you... 2.4. Maybe it was. They wouldn't be giving him... They wouldn't be giving him more than a million. The Sharks? No way. For Reynolds? No fucking way. It's 2.4 over three? Yeah. There you go. And all he wants is two years at South. And like, no. But like, as we said, life's too short to play for the Broncos. Way too short. There's no... There's no good can come of that. So eight hundred a year. It's good money for Reynolds at his age. Yeah, fucking oath. And it's three years. It's like sweet. That sets me up for the rest, next three years of my life. Now I work out what I'm doing. I start, you know, what business am I doing on the side when I retire? Mm. Am I going into media? Am mm. I fucking going into coaching? Mm. Love that. Yeah. Love that. Uh, but to all of you fucks out there thinking that Daily Chair Evans is going somewhere else, think again. Unless he does go in which I'll be heartbroken. <laughs> But as he says, it won't be his doing. But also his managers, I think, are the Orr brothers. And they are... The, re- s- the slipperiest. They're snakes. renowned for oaring out their players, if you know what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, they oar them out. They, they love to create fucking hullabaloo around their players. They oar their players out. Simple. Yep. Simple as that. What'd you say? Storm was going to sign his coach. Bullshit. Yeah. Where's that scene? Fox Sports. Just then? Now, yeah. Are going to or are chasing him? Bro, that's hilarious. If the Broncos lose Xavier Coates, which would be a great fucking signing for the Storm. That would be a great fucking signing. Um... That's wild, dude. If the Broncos lose Xavier Coates as well. And and if they end up losing Stags. Uh, like yeah. Surely if they lose Coates, they've got to keep Stags. Like, that's why they're... Broncos start on the verge of joining rivals. Wow. Why wouldn't you... What, like, if you're Xavier Coates, why wouldn't you go to the fucking Storm and play with Munster, Harry Grant, fucking... Jerome Hughes, under Craig Bellamy, Addo Carr's going, but like Nelson Osova Solomona, Kenny Bromish, Jesse Bromish, like, huh? Pappenhausen. Pappenhausen. You want to win comps, you go to the fucking storm. It's a no-brainer. Dude, it's a no-brainer. Like, that's where you go. You don't go, you know, if you're Xavier Coates and you're looking at your future at Brisbane, life's too short, dude. Life's too short. Get out. Get the fuck out. They might not be able to field a side. Dude, what about that? Have we ever thought about that? Broncos may not have a team. As in, they're still a team in the competition. Yeah, but like, I'm, I'm saying, like, let's think about it legitimately. Is it going to get to a point, and that point doesn't seem that far away to me, where the Broncos cannot fill a, a starting fucking 13 or starting seven, or a 17-man squad team? Because if enough people go, I don't want to play for you, then... You start to go, okay, what are we going to do here? How do we do... Does Kempi get called out of fucking retirement? He might. They start playing old boys. That's what the old boys would want. Yeah, that's it. They're just going, let's get no us one's back. More, no one's more a vocal than the old boys, and they've probably got their wish now. Bring us back. Bring us back. Dude, that's a, that is the worst possible outcome in the sense that, like, Xavier Coates is an exciting player. He's someone that, like, you can kind of – he's, like, he seems likable. He's young. He's, like, he's an origin winger. Oh, my God, dude. That is – 
I feel I don't feel bad for him because fuck the Broncos, but like nightmare, nightmare. I I couldn't imagine what it'd be like to go for him. It'd be a nightmare. It'd be a nightmare, dude. Life's too short. Life's too short. Uh, So rugby uh, union, rugby Australia, apparently, um, twenty-seven million dollar loss in twenty twenty. Is that da- is that like is that an improvement on the year before, <laughs> or is that like an all time low? Are they up technically based on previous years, or is that bad? It's a 41 percent drop in revenue. They, mate, uh, yeah, let's just go with that. Forty one percent. Forty one percent drop in revenue. That's tough. Well, it was a COVID. Was that was last year? Yeah. COVID year? Yeah. yeah. Tide went out. Everyone's fucking revenues would have been. Everyone was swimming year. nude last year. Everyone was swimming nude. Even New Zealand rugby had a 26% decline. Yeah. So not as there bad. You go. Not as bad. And they're probably more than 50% better as yeah, an organisation. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah, everyone had a fucking tough COVID year. Let's, let's start there. Mm. So although it doesn't make for pretty reading, I don't think it makes pretty reading for anyone. No. What I would has it? did you listen to the... Um, the breakdown? No, but we got a fucking... Sh- they played a bit of our interview with Angus Crichton. They did. They did. I listened to it. I quite enjoyed it. I was... It's something I wanted to do. because There was, was a, a lot of... There was a lot of Campisi writing on there. Like, they fucking make out... Like, Campo's the greatest thing to ever happen since fucking sliced bread. Yeah. And, and, and they're explaining why he... Like, why I get the vibe he, that Campo's a bit of a dribbler. Well, they, they were like, why can't he get... Why can't Campisi get a coaching gig? And I'm like... I don't know Campo no. right, at all, never met him, but I'm sort of reading between the lines a little bit, being like, well, if he's not getting one, there must be a reason. Yeah, it's there must be a reason. He's a dribbler. Yeah, and uh, this surely can't be a pro Campo podcast, the breakdown, right? Like, it, but, sound, it was very pro Campo. Yeah. But basically, where it gets to is that in 2003, they were getting 100,000 people to fucking games or before they changed the stadium configuration at. Stadium Australia. Mm. Um, you know, they're getting 3 million people watching the fucking broadcast. They had 40 million in the bank from um, the World Cup and now they have nothing. Bro. Well, to the point where apparently they couldn't, there was like a, a point where they ended up loaning money, I think of rug, uh, World Rugby, and they couldn't, there was a potential they wouldn't have been able to pay the players that are on like Australian contracts and shit. Mm. No wonder they all bounced, dude. No wonder they're all like, see you later, bro. They're all gone. gone. They're literally all gone. Yeah. Someone put up in the P's and D's, I think it was Rob Dowling. Yes. um, Showing what the Waratahs side should look Look like. like. Do you want to get that up? Yeah. Dave? Well, it was, I mean, it's a stress to say that's what it should look like, but just a bunch of players that Rugby (laughs) Rugby Australia have let go. Can we just explain to everyone, because I don't know if we actually have yet, we spoke up before the podcast, but why you sound like you're fucking on your deathbed. I'm sick. Dave is unwell. He says he's fine, but he is unwell, and he's come in here with a fucking—it's just a cough, serious cough. Still vaping his ass off. I've got the list up here. Mm. Uh, so shout out to Rob Dowling for sending it in. Cam Murray, Australian Schoolboys in 2015. Angus Crichton, Australian Schoolboys 2014. Uh, Adam Dewey, Australian Schoolboys 2016. Tyson Frizzell, Australian Schoolboys 2009. Toby Rudolph, Australian Schoolboys, 2014. I didn't know that. Scott's uh, boy. No. I don't think so. Toby Rudolph. I don't think so. I think he is. I think he might be GPS school. I don't think he went to Scott's. 
Newington or some shit, maybe? Why do I think you went to Scotson? I don't know. Have you got Toby Rudolph school there? You looking up? Yeah, I'm looking it up. Um, Jared Weir Hargraves played Australian under-19s in 2007. Pappenhausen, uh, they didn't say what if he's played any rugby. It just says Pappenhausen. I think uh, Pappenhausen was private school, so I think he would have just played at school. Right, okay. Luke Keary, Australian schoolboys, 2010. Connor Watson, New South Wales schoolboys, 2014. Sawali, obviously, Australian schoolboys, 19. Brimson, New South Wales, B-side. Or schoolboys, sorry. Uh 2015. Yeah, Toby Rudolph was a Scots boy. Get the fuck out of here. Mm. What's up, bro? Just, you know, another one of the bloody first 15 alarm. I get it. Um, could I have had a different path? Possibly. <laughs> the knee didn't give out. And I had some skill. Um, yeah, look, it was interesting. You see those players and you're like, the Waratahs had fucking even half of the names named there. Yeah. But again, like when it comes to money, like, you can't compete. Why the fuck would you? Why would you when you can go to rugby league? Like, and what they the, the the clip that they put of our podcast in the breakdown was the Waratahs basically said to Crichton they saw him playing for them by the time he was twenty two. He'd already fucking played like fifty games for South by the time he was twenty. Madness. He's already just played his 100th game and he'd be, what, like 24, Crichton? He was like, if, played they for gave, if they gave him a contract, he would have signed and they said no. Mm. Like, we've been over this, yeah. you know, at nauseam, but I guess we're bringing it up because we want to. Well, because we're just talking about rugby having a $27 million loss and how fucked they are. Um, again, it's in the media. We're not just bashing rugby, but, like, it's, it's sad, dude. And I don't know who's to blame. Who did, did they say? Like, who, who, who do they put it on? Basically, it's just it's just it's um, gross incompetence at at, a, at the board level, managerial level. Too like many the people running the game fucked it. Basically, yeah. So too many fucking long lunches at Mr. Wong's. Too many long lunches. There's a um, quote in here. It says, "I lament the fact that in good times we could have easily put twenty or thirty mil into grassroots rugby, which was a missed opportunity over the years." Who said that? Hamish McLennan, the chairman or CEO, whoever. I think he's CEO now. Mm. I could be wrong. Lament all you want, Hame. You need to get the game back. But no wonder all these fucking players go to Europe or rugby league because you can't pay fucking anything. Well, it'll be what it'll be become if we if we all put our realistic hats on is that rugby in Australia will become like the A League, where you have. Good players, but not the best playing. Mm. And then you might get some old players come back who are like on death's door retiring. That's sad. That's sad that it's got to that because... Because if you're man. a good player, I'm going to go chase that billionaire coin over in the South Of course France. you are, because you want to try and make a career out of it. No one wants to pay fucking play for 50 grand a year when if you're good enough, you could be getting paid a million dollars a year. Like, you, it's so much money, European or like rugby overseas, that they actually can poach rugby league players. Like fucking... Uh, semi-rad Radra. Can you see what he's on now? I'm pretty sure he's like on a mill. He went, really? Yeah, dude. He's getting paid out the ass. Mar Marika Karabidi, Dave's still dying on the microphone. <laughs> um, I'm not sick. Marika Karabidi, uh, is, they're saying he could get a million dollars to go to Japan. Jesus Christ. What's Semi on? Yeah, it's a $2 million contract. Um, not sick. a year. No, no, no. Uh, it was rumoured when he signed that it was 600,000 euro per year. That's hot cash. i do the maths there. Hot, hot cash. 
Dude, the Euro is so hot. The Euro is hot. It's like just under a million, like 930,000 AUD per year. How much? 900,000? That's for a winger in rugby league. You ain't getting that. And then what about Marika in Japan? Well, he hasn't signed any. No, but they were saying like if he goes... Um, a $3 million contract, it says here. Oh, I'm ad-blocked on that. Yeah, four-year, $3 million. Fucking juicy. Yeah. Or you play for the Rebels and have fucking people like Dave come and cough all over you at your games. <laughs> yeah, and fucking run the tea for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking disgusting. Um, Do you or David be head of marketing, sales? Yeah, membership? yeah, yeah. He's just like, oi, dude, we should he's put also, some. He's also head of fucking, you know, peak performance. Yeah, dude, we should put some like branding on vapes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's in bongs. Yeah, bongs. Walla bongs. Yeah. What about that, mate? That is. You become a Rebels member, you, be, you get center glassy. You get center glassy. <laughs> the Dave's tested out first. Yeah. Um,. That's rugby. That's, That's rugby. sad. Rugby's sad. It makes me sad because I like rugby when it's good, as we say. When it's good, it's good. When it's sad, it's... Real sad. It's a fucking... When it's sad, it's a... What's the... Who's the dude that writes a notebook fucking... Uh, Ryan Reynolds? Uh, um, he writes all those fucking... Nude Soon did Nude one. Nude Soon did one. Yeah. Who, you talking about? Who wrote the notebook? Who wrote the notebook? Yeah, yeah he's like got in the film or the no, 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 no. The guy he Bruh, writes, who wrote the he fucking wrote Jeremy movie? Levin? No. What do you in the film like the character? No. Who wrote the fucking thing? It says the Notebook, two thousand four, bloody. But it's based film, on a book by someone directed by Nick Cassavetes, written by Jeremy Levin and Jan Sardi. Keep going. Keep going. Based on the oh, based on Nicholas Sparks. Ah, Nicholas Sparks. there it is. Nicholas Sparks. Rugby is like a Nicholas Sparks novel with no happy ending. Yeah. At the end, everyone dies. So I don't know if you saw this or not, but there's a bloke in prison called Bassam Hamzi. Do you want to look him up, Dave? Basically, he's like a notorious inmate. Yeah. Fucking loves punching on and shit. Like he punched on with a terrorist like a couple of years ago and it was sort of like all over the news. <laughs> what punched it, on with the terrorist. Up, what he did. What did he do to get in there? Um, hang on. When, how long has he been locked up for? Because there's an article Since 1998. Just oh, get his Wikipedia up. He's been in for a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so he... For what? He ordered a revenge execution of a teenager. Oh. Yeah, that was... He got... He got. He was already in jail when he got done for that. Anyway, this bloke's fucking notorious. I'm pretty sure he started um, Brothers for Life or something like that. Gangs for Life. Like Do you know what's funny is that that sounds like... Brothers for... Brothers for Life doesn't sound like a gang. In terms of like, you hear like Comancheros or Hell's Angels, and this is no disrespect to Brothers for Life, don't come after me. But like Brothers for Life, you could also mistake for like a men's health like charity. Mm. Doesn't Gus Warland have one? Gotcha for Life? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Anyway, yeah, yeah, carry yeah. On. Brothers for Life, that's what they're called. Anyway, so he started a bad motherfucker. He wants to, he's like trying to get off the ground, broadcast prison fights. So, like, he wants to get people that fucking hate each other in prison, like, in MMA rings and fucking have it out. Dude, that is a fucking brilliant idea. <laughs> How good is that? Sanction prison biffs. <laughs> Sanction prison biffs. Dude, yeah. if we can get on there somehow. Like, like, he's, like, got the, he's got this beef, apparently, with this fucking terrorist, and he wants to, like, punch on with him again. On I TV. wonder if there's a way that, like, obviously, I'm sure legally they'd just be like, why would we do that? But... 
People would watch the fuck out. 100%, but also like if they want to do it and you like you can pay them money, like, you know, they get some sort of remuneration for it. Why not? I don't think they would get paid. Yeah, I reckon there's definitely some laws about you wouldn't you be able to pay really them. Earn money. Well, no, but like well, you'd have about to like when you play Monopoly, if you're in jail, you don't get rent on your property. Yeah, but I mean, I'm saying but like you get paid maybe in like you know, cigarettes. <laughs> so I mean, like maybe you get, or maybe you can, it can be money to Priority your family. Out, like you, you don't extra, get the money. Extra meals. Or extra something. meals. You get like, you know, some hot chocolate sachets. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, there's little things. There's ways get. around yeah, it. You yeah. get a kettle. If you win, you get a kettle in yeah, your yeah. cell. Win yourself a kettle. Yeah, like a toasty maker or something. Toasty maker. Toasty maker. A breville, dude. but you know or what? Or a jaffle maker. You don't want to, you can't, they'll they'll turn those things into weapons. Yeah. But maybe you, you don't could, want someone to well, bury maybe, a breville maybe, into some fucking maybe opponent's get, head. Maybe you can get jaffles made for you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, okay. Maybe we do that because I think, you know, you, you start, you squeeze someone's face into a Look, breville. obviously we'd sit down with the warden. Yeah. And we'd say- Who's the warden of the, what's it, Long Bay? I think he's, he's in Supermax. I think he's in Goulburn. He's, he's in Supermax. Okay, now. Goulburn Supermax. Um, Dude, that's what we call it, I Supermax. I thought they were all separated. I didn't know they could punch on in there. Obviously don't know. If I know Hopefully you never have to, but- <laughs> <laughs> But- um. Yeah, like, of course, they have to... They, they're not all in isolation. Like, they have time in the yard and shit, I think. It'd be interesting to fucking anyway, talk to a prisoner. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. No, dude. Yeah. Uh, Supermax Fight Club. Mm. I mean, fuck, dude. That'd be pretty hectic. Pay-per-view. I mean, like, if you could find a way to make it, like... Uh, I don't know, like... Obviously profitable... But like a way that it's not completely ethically and morally fucked. Yeah, is it is it too lowbrow? Well, like, well, oh, I mean, like, is it's it too lowbrow? Low I mean, I there's any dispute that no, it's, it's low certainly lowbrow. But like, what's maths? You know, like, what's fucking? There are different sort of lowbrow, but it's all still pretty fucking. It's not like it's. There's plenty of things in society that aren't positive. But would they, this, be, in the, would they be in the prison greens? Do you think just to get it like a bit of? Yeah. Authenticity. Well, I mean, so as in you'd ha you, rather than like sh I think shirtless prison green pants. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Long trackies. pants. Yeah, and sand shoes. And sand shoes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On grass. Yeah. With a ring around it. Where other prisoners are standing. Who would sponsor it? Who would be the? Who would go yeah, near that? Would I would, if we had enough money, definitely sponsor prison biffs. <laughs> in some way, shape, or form, I would definitely. But like, you'd want it to try and like. You guys could commentate, offer up your services. <laughs> yep. Yep. Fuck, imagine being in there calling it live. That'd be terrifying. Wouldn't it just? It'd be terrifying. Because I remember, I remember hearing these like rumors. I don't know if they're true or not, but apparently when Mike Tyson was in jail, people would just line up out front of his cell and he'd just fucking feed them one by one. And I often think to myself, you know, when you're up and you're, you know, shooting the shit with the, with the fellas. What would you have paid to be the, like a fly on the wall? Or would to, it be to see Mike Tyson just feeding like a, a murderer's in row of prisoners just rolling through and he was like, doink, doink. <sighs> it'd be a pretty grim fucking scene, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I don't know, like, but it'd be such a fucking crazy yeah it'd be it'd be wild to see it'd be fucking wild to see like i guess if you're a prisoner in that position it's like what do i get to lose like i'm here for if you're in there for a minute well, if you're, you're like, a lifer it's yeah. like fuck it i, I want to get well one up take, on mike 
may as well try it. It'll be over quick. If he I was in like the it. fucking prime of his career as well when yeah, he was in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he, like, he came out and won the heavyweight title. <laughs> he came out and won it. You're like, yeah. okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I'd love to see that. I'd love to see prison biffs though, dude. Um, so where did you see this story? Tim Dumbrell told me about it. And then there's an article online, I can't read it, it's behind a fucking paywall, but mm. like I got the vibe. You know what we should probably do is sign up to one of those from the fucking company account just so we can get behind paywalls. Because we need to get we need to get behind paywalls. We need to get behind paywalls, dude. I need to be able to read shit like that. 100%. Anyway, we'll sort that out later. Um, I froth the idea. as a lot, You just have to get a lot... It's a lot of red tape. So much red tape. So much red tape. It's almost all red tape. And you've got to get the wardens on board. Well, that's where you and I come in. Yeah, we can grease We wardens. grease wardens. <laughs> and then it, after that, everything else is pretty good. I think it falls into place once the wardens are greased. Yeah. Don't you? Wardens are greased. And then obviously, you know, you got to shake some hands in the government. But yeah, that's easy. That's the easiest part of it. I mean, we all know their appetite for... They money. are. the they're, they're criminals in suits. So they're... Um, New South Wales government, probably the easiest hand to grace, I would have thought. It's the wardens, strong and true. Yeah, have, wardens, you know, you know, upstanding moral citizens are going to be right. like, I don't know about this. And we go, look, I hear what you're saying, mm. but hear what we have to say. Yeah. And then obviously payment, kettles, jaffles. Kettles, jaffles, hot fucking chocolate. hot chocolate sachets. And then maybe if the, the money that is made goes to charities. Yeah, great idea. Into you like, you know... Or rehabilitation, yeah, yeah rehabilitation of, of prisoners. That's where the money goes. Yeah. And like families of uh, people who've been affected by crime or, you know, like maybe putting kids through school whose parents are fucking, you know. There's ways to do it. There's ways to do it. And then ultimately it's like you want to settle some prison biffs whilst getting on a fucking, uh, on pay-per-view. You know, maybe that's sometimes that's the way you fight your way out of a bad situation. Look, it's something to think about. I'm excited for it. We will get behind that fucking paywall. That's for <laughs> damn sure. And I will read that article. I think it's time to dribble though now. Let's do it. Hey, boys. It's the, uh, the Drifter Drifter here. Just uh, on your boys talking about Timmy Cahill and something big called uh, Timmy Cahill when they header it. Uh, just want to say that's, that's 100% true. Uh, Tom was saying it. Nettie, you were, you were laughing a little bit, sensing a little bit of disrespect towards my boy Timmy Cahill. So uh, just thought I'd, thought I'd share some stats because uh, make a grand comment here. I'm not sure Australia has had a, uh, a sportsman or an athlete so overwhelmingly better than the rest of our population than Tim Cahill. Uh, to the point where I think he retired when he was about 38 uh, and he was still playing at 38 to the point where he was so unfit he couldn't play a full game. But it'd be nil all against whatever country we're playing. They'd send on Timmy Cahill for 15 minutes and he'd come on and score us a goal or two doing some crazy header. But Tim Cahill, in his 108 appearances for Australia, scored 50 goals, which is the record for the most goals scored by an Australian for a country by a, like 10 goals or something. And he has scored five of Australians' 13 goals in the World Cup. He's just so overwhelmingly better than any Australian soccer player that we've ever got. But I reckon he's probably the best comparative Australian athlete we've had since Bradman. Fuck, dude, relax. Look, I'm not. I'm not. I wasn't. I wasn't last week saying that I don't have respect for Tim Cahill because I no, do. But I'm just saying I'd never heard people yell out Cahill when they had, had, scored a header, which is ridiculous. But I do appreciate that gentleman there for validating my my experience and my truth. I think that you do need to calm down when you're saying that uh, he's our best since Bradman 
Um, that's a bit much. He's good, though. He is good, though. He's very good. He's our best socceroo. Yes. Definitely. Whereas Bradman is the greatest in a global sport ever by a fuckload. Whereas Timmy Cahill was never in the top 10 footballers on the planet. No. So there's just no way at all. you could, And also soccer, not our major sport. So it's like, yeah, he's the best in a sport that no one gives a fuck about, sort of. Turn off your fucking... Pretty finger. popular. It is popular, but I'm, you, you're not telling me that fucking every, like... Soccer in our country, or like the best, the the best players in soccer, there would be how many players do you reckon that are playing AFL, NRL, fucking whatever, even cricket, for example, where those were the first choices for a kid coming up that could be playing soccer and be, you know, if they dedicated their life to doing that, if soccer was more popular in Australia, like that would be ripping and tearing. So no disrespect to Tim. Tim's great. Tim's a fuck. I love Timmy Cahill, but. To call in the best since Bradman, you're basically backing me into a corner where I have to start talking shit about him and how he's not even close. <laughs> I didn't want to have to do that. No, not the team. Because he's a national treasure. National treasure. But let's move on. Hey, Tom, Eddie, Dior. It's Ash, one of the OG dribblets calling up. Um, of Mitch Orbison is the greatest utility <laughs> of all time fame. Um, in regards to the bloke who rang up about um, footy players or professional sport players that have special names for them, like doing the cherry or whatever. I don't know why this came to mind, but whenever the girls and I are out having a beer, we refer to a beer as a Cooper Vuna. Pretty sure he's like a rugby union player or something. Like, I don't even know where the term came from, but we're like, yeah, he- heading out for a few Cooper Vunas after the game. So just thought I'd put my two cents in. All yep. right, beer soon, up the chook. I, uh, I like that. Cooper Verna played uh, for the Rebels, but he also played in rugby league for the Storm, I believe. I think so. I think you're right. I think you did. Not many games, though. Going out for a couple of Cooper Verners. Schooners on the Cooper Verners. That would be it. Yeah. I'm not mad at it. I'll not like mad it. at it at all. No, I'll, I'd use that. Didn't play for the Storm, played for the Warriors and the Knights. Okay. And then where is he playing now? Is he playing in European rugby, I would assume? Uh, well, right now he's playing for the Newcastle Falcons oh. in, in, in English Rugby Union. Ah, okay. Yeah, I thought yeah, you that, were saying that. Yeah. Newcastle, yeah. I was like, shit, it has fallen off from yeah. Cooper. But that's well, that's where you get it from, Cooper Werner Schooner. Yeah, nice. Like it. Good stuff, Ash. Cheers, girl. Love it, girl. Hey, fellas. Uh, Matt here. I was just reflecting on... Um, the, the Brisbane Broncos last couple of seasons and uh, I realised I actually haven't um, haven't actually watched them get a win because uh, their last two their last two victories against the Bulldogs are actually on our on our pay television so I'm wondering if there's just something we can do for the for the boys there to get them on free to wear winning okay cheers the Broncos uh, were definitely on free to wear when they won against the Bulldogs. Were they not? A couple of weeks ago? Well... The Broncos are almost exclusively Thursday, Friday night yeah, games. They were this week. No, but I think maybe they jam them in that six o'clock slot. So, just getting it up. Okay. Just getting it up. Just getting it up. No, so they beat the, yeah, they beat the, can, they beat the Bulldogs on Saturday. Okay. That was their only other win, obviously. Look, Broncos usually get the Friday time slot, 8 o'clock. If they don't get that, they get Thursday. Thursday. So they're both free-to-air games. 
Um, yeah, the last thing a Broncos know, fan if, should be doing is asking for no, more no, free-to-wear no, no. games. I don't, I don't. I think you get fucking ninety-five percent of your games are on free-to-wear. Yeah. So try win one of those. Like in terms of helping you, no, I would say that life's too short to help the Broncos, dude. I, but I, I also would say that you could help yourself by getting a KO subscription for twenty-five bucks a month. That's now, not a sponsored fucking thing. It's either. not a sponsored thing. Just saying, you mm. could do that. Yeah. Or go halves with a mate, 12 bucks. 12 or bucks. start your own podcast and then build up uh, your audience to the point where they fucking ride or die for you and then you go ham on KO socials demanding free KO. That's a little longer, a longer play, mm. but still, it works. It works. It, can, it does work. It works for us. Yep. It took five years, but it does work. It does work. It probably took four years. Did we last year or year yeah, before? It was, was it last year? I think it was year before, so it probably took three years. But you got to be good. Yeah. you got to yeah. be real good. You can't just stick at it for three years and not improve. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can. I don't know if we've improved. <laughs> you get it. Well, people might argue we've gone backwards. I don't know. <laughs> Let's move on, though. Uh, KO, feel like sponsoring the podcast. Oh, Tommy Content, Eddie the Accountant, Donkey Dave. Murd Dribbler here calling in from Donkey the Day. Great Republic of Texas. Hopefully third time's a charm. Uh, I've had my two previous dribbles not played. Um, it's costing me an absolute fortune. My AT&T bill for international callings just going off the charts. Anyway, um, a couple of things. want to just uh, bring up a thing that Tom said. Oh, we're now going to be four or five podcasts ago regarding the uh, birthplace of Sir Don. Um, Tom will distinctly remember saying that Sir Don was born in Adelaide. Um, I'd like an apology to the people of New South Wales. Uh, Sir Don was actually born in Cootamundra and swiftly moved into God's country, uh, Southern Highlands in Barrel. Tom, you should Died know this Adelaide. after many trips to the Bradman Museum um, and obviously us discussing it while we fondle each other um, down at the Burradu train station. Anyway, um, not oh sure my God. how family's going to go is that true? No, this week. But regardless of that, Tommy Turbo's form oh, the last couple of weeks right. and his Jesus impact That's on right. changing the seagulls no, got me thinking, is his impact right. similar to that of Wayne Gretzky? Maybe it did happen. I just got me thinking, has Wayne Gretzky reincarnated himself in the form of a crew-cutted, blonde-headed boy from Manly. Uh, anyway, just uh, wanted to put that out there to the dribblers. Um, but as pretty much as I see it, I'm watching Wayne Gretzky play rugby league. Um, so maybe I'll have to do some stats on Wayne Gretzky's rugby league career going forward just to get you boys interested. Uh, anyway, cheese and bacon roll soon. How do you start talking about Don... And then not make the comparison between the Don and Tommy. Like that's the way. That's how I see it. That's the only comparison. Why, is, why does Wayne keep getting bored? I don't. He's I not don't know. from these parts of the world, and no one gives a fuck. What I will also have to just you know bring up there because he continually says that we fondled each other <laughs> at the barrel train station. He does say it. Well, he said it before. He said it before. When I mean, did he said it before because he's the he's the dude who. Uh, it's Tim. Tim Reed. So he's the. Remember how we did the, the no, dribble last that, year? He was like the, the mystery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was like giving clues. And he's like, we fondled each other at the Bower train station or something like that. And I'm like, what the So f- you did? 
No, I did not fondle. He's just this man. exploring each other's bodies. Look, dude, I've got no beef with a fondle. Let's put it that. Let's put <laughs> that you, out. Are there. you? Are you surely you're pro fondle? I'm 100 percent pro fondle, and so is the podcast. But unfortunately for Tim, I haven't fondled him. <laughs> Nor he, I. <laughs> are you sure? You didn't even remember him. Which you think I would if I'd fondled a guy at a fucking train station, right? You think he'd be at least fucking high up there. But look, if it happened, Tim, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry that you haven't, you know, that hasn't sort of managed to stay in my memory. I feel bad for him in that sense, but... You don't remember it. Come back to Australia, dude. We can get it up again. We'll get back to Baradu. Nice. Mood in the air. Um, but if you want to call back and detail the fondle, that'd be nice. I think that's what's required. Instead of the, I mean, more Wayne, like... No one cares about Wayne Gretzky. No one cares. People want to know about the fondle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all about the fondle. It's all about the fondle at this point, dude. So, I mean, if you want to give us a bit more intel there. (laughs) The pain in the Try Sparky's memory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. What's it? You know when you get like therapy and they just like talk, whisper shit to you and you're... Oh, yeah, I do remember that fondle at the barrel train station. (laughs) Repressed childhood Repressed childhood memory. There you go. That's what we need. Let's move on. Chant. Very quick one. Tom, re the drinking of the long black and the lid. As a long time long black long black drinker, there's something about the addition of milk to coffee that enables the milk to attach to the inside of the lid so you can drink it easily. Long black so, sans milk. You try and use a lid, you end up with it all over your crisp white shirt. You do. Use the lid, mate. Long black soon. That's why I, when you were using the lid last week, I found it surprising because I went through a long brack phase mm. when I was trying to look after the bod mm. and I would find that it would spill everywhere. It does. It, look, you, you're absolutely right. So it doesn't always... It's just about having a good lid and a good cup and if you don't have that, then you're fucked. But the issue is that the long black, because it is more, uh, I guess, liquidy than if there's milk in there, it can seep through the seal of the lid to the cup and just fucking pour all over your shirt. There aren't too many things that will send me into a rage than like you get your dressed for somewhere, you're going out, first thing, let's get a coffee, long black sip, white shirt, which I am wearing today, covered in fucking long black. But I found it surprising that last week when I told you to remove the lid, you said you didn't want to spill it. Well, I think I more meant that because long blacks are so spillable in general, I'd prefer... But they're less spillable. Well, that's not, I don't necessarily entirely agree with that because if you've got a good seal and a good cup and a good lid, which I feel like these ones are from the cafe downstairs, which is name I've forgotten. Coo. Coo? Coo. With an H on the end. C-O-O-H. Yeah. Okay. Um, Interesting. I feel like I I trusted in the security and the seal of the lid, but it just was making the like it was making a bit of a billy sound every time I was sipping on it. And I didn't want people to think that I was ripping cones mid podcast. No, you didn't want you don't want that, do you? No. Anyway, we move on. We move on. We're drawing these out. Was that number two? I think it might have been. Yeah, boys. Sean Sharp. Uh, Tom, Eddie. This is the Dior. Uh, this is Gunnar Dribbler here. On the back end of the third day, the cotton harvest on the tractor, about to pick up my thirteenth thousandth module. Look, just wanted to put in a bit of a dribbler. Boys, love the content, love the uh, the pod, the, especially the about even page. Now, this is a bit of a tough subject for me or a bit of a pet hate that happens to me a bit when I go to trivia. 
and the trivia master always mispronounces or misses, misrepresents the meaning of the uh, the word acronym. Now, I don't know if you've done this in the past, Tom. This is directed at you for your accountability. They're all coming at the me podcast. at the moment, aren't they, today? But you can... said UFC is an acronym. Now, Dior, but I'm 100% sure UFC is not an acronym. Hold yourself accountable, Tom, and uh, be soon. Look, I will say this. Um, this gentleman, clearly one of the more nitpicky dribblers, and I guess when you're out harvesting and you've got a lot of fucking alone time, you are going to nitpick. I do appreciate that he likes about even. Of course he does. One of the great betting podcasts of all time. Certain shows, sorry. I think what he's meaning is, so acronyms are like NASA, where you say it. Right, so you go NASA, whereas UFC is I'm just saying the three letters. But I think that everyone gets it, bro. So if you want accountability on that, you're not getting it. Is that the difference? It's yeah. So acronym is when you say it out like Qantas or NASA. Yeah, like or, if I said or UFC. NATO. Uh, yeah, yeah. UFC would be an initialism. Yeah, like uh, DNA. an initialism. Yeah. yeah. Which DNA. you didn't even seem to know what that fucking was, bruh, because you didn't say it. So unless you're coming at me with the actual what it is, it's not an acronym, it's an initialism. It's like, sorry, dude. Oh, turn your Fuck off. you. Hello, Tom speaking. <coughs> Perfect. Hanging up on me while I'm in the middle of a rant. Um, yeah. Like, unless you know what initialism is, bro, and you're saying it's not an acronym, what is it? Because it's basically an acronym because no one's ever fucking heard of initialism ever. I'd never heard of initialism. No, I think it's fair to say it's an acronym. You know what I mean? Well, it's an initialism. But you and I will be calling it an acronym just to spite this guy for the rest of my life. Tom, Eddie, Dijon, Dave, how's your daughters? Uh, blind dribbler here. Call myself that because... I uh, have no idea about rugby league. Uh, I'm more of an AFL punter, and I am an absolutely shit punter. Uh, been absolutely blinded by your tips in the first few rounds, and I've been back in Manly 13 plus to the hills. Uh, after a few weeks of being let down, I gave up about as soon as Manly started winning. So, yeah, just like to let, let you boys know that I've been blinded by the smoke that you boys are blowing like an 18-year-old who just found a digital cigarette. Um, anyway, quick question. If you boys had to follow an AFL team, um, who would it be? Swans. My guess would be the Sydney Swans, considering they are of the same location, similar colours, and also have a history of reincarnations uh, as forced by their league. So, yeah, cheers. See you soon. I have a swan scarf. I've been to a couple of games. That's the most... Paddington thing I've ever heard in my life. Mm. I have. Yeah, you basically are the mayor of Paddington. Swan scarf, iron wombs, boots, mm. a very loose understanding of the rules, and yeah. no, you just far go, too much opinion about we, the game. I didn't have shirt, no opinion yeah. with a with an ironed linen shirt or a polo. We just went there and screamed ball. We Correct. actually got on the fucking. We got on, we got onto the footy like the fox footy. Show. Of course you did. That's exactly what happens. Is that with Pritchard? Yep. Yeah. Shout out to Pritchard. Shout out to Pritchard. Yeah. Um, he was in New York. But he was fucking... That was yeah, hilarious. Yeah, he was flipping he, the bird that was, Yeah, flipping the bird. That yeah. was literally the first... I'm pretty sure it was the first game he'd ever been to. Of course it was. He's exactly that sort of guy as well. But he sold it well. Yeah, of course. Yeah, he screamed. But that's... I mean, you know... He, yeah, you're right. He did sell it well. He did sell it well. What he said before about getting on Manly 13+, plus, blinded by the smoke, then he got off when they started winning. 
Uh, I'm pretty sure that we said this a couple of weeks ago that if you'd got on Manly every time we said to, you'd be up. You'd be well up. Tom, Eddie, Dior, P's and D's, it's the Dior dribbler here for another Dior dribble. Well done again last week, Dior. Uh, this week's question for you, Dior. In the 1991 grand final where Penrith defeated the Canberra Raiders, Greg Alexander kicked three from five. Mal Meninga kicked just one from four. Who was the goal kicker who kicked one from one in this game? And what was the full-time score? Go. Fuck, he's giving you a bit there. Yeah, the full-time score was 19-12. Matthew Wood kicked one from one after scoring two tries. And I think Greg Alexander actually kicked three from three, not three from five. Ooh. There are only three tries scored, unless he's missed two penalty goals, which I don't think he has. Wow. Wrecked. Has Dior had Dior, Mr. Dior? I think he has, the Dior dribbler. He might have to lose a D. Might have to lose a D, bro. He might be. Or Dior. 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 Yeah, Dior. Dior dribbler. Dior dribbler. Um, all right, let's move on. Yeah. Well done, Dave. Well done, buddy. You're sharp. G'day, boys. Um, my name is Big Les Dribbler, and I am the housemate of infamous Undy Dribbler, the absolute <laughs> pest that you guys are trying to get rid of. Anyway, my question is, would you rather never wear undies for the rest of your life or have to live with the Undy Dribbler for the rest of your life? Look, I don't. I don't do either. Thanks. Bye. I can't remember the Undy Dribbler. Or is he like... I'm trying is he to... the one that has 18 pairs of budgie smugglers? That's not. That's a smuggler. Nah, that with nah. the smuggler no, dribbler, the undie dribbler. Look, I'll be honest. I forget most of what we talk about as soon as I leave the studio, and yeah. I don't listen back to the podcast. So, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> and I forget. You know, I, I mean, my memory is just as skittish. And do I remember the name, the undie dribbler? Yes. Do I remember what the Andy dib- Dribbler did or represented? No, but it sounds like they're annoying. It I, sounds like he's dirty. Yeah, or, she, or he or she. But well, yeah, exactly. There is a very important utility value to the undies. They're not just a fashion statement. No. They keep the fucking dick and balls pouched. Yep. They also provide a nice bit of material in between the thighs. Mm. You got a busy day. A yeah. lot of rubbing going on. Yeah, look, it'd be an absolute nightmare if you had to go without them for the rest of your life. You also didn't specify how long I have to live with the undie dribbler for, so I just put. I a think short they said re- live with the rest of your life. Oh. Or was it? Because I mean, I don't want to live with the undie dribbler for the rest of my life. No, I don't. So I might have to go with the chafe. Oh well, I'm definitely not living with him for the rest of my life. No. So then I yeah yeah. It's it's a it's a. No You'd learn to live with it. You would learn to live. You'd probably like elephant skin to toughen up. It'd toughen up. Yeah, callus and shit. Yeah. Great, que- great question. Great question. Really informative stuff. Provoking, thought-provoking. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Pandas and the Dribblers. Just listen to the podcast. Another great week. Um, just like to tap into the um, the comments made about uh, pretty much two-up virgins. Um, I actually on Sunday witnessed a two-up virgin and almost got bashed for calling him a two-up virgin. Um, anyway, this guy, never done two-up before, obviously, walked into the, the square and was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to throw him up. Didn't go with any money. 
And then he was like, we got to have some fucking money. Anyway, mate, his mate puts money in for him, and then after one spin, he wins. Like, I, he might have even went tails, which you're not supposed to. Anyway, picks up his money and leaves. Now, what the fuck is going through the young 18 to 20 year old heads? Fucking go in there, spin your three. If you get if you get fucked, you get fucked. Anyway, called in the two up version. All ten of his mates wanted to bash me. I hope they're listening actually, because I'm a bunch of fuckwits. Anyway, <laughs> two up version soon, um, and blue cat soon. Sounds like you're at a UFC pub as well, bro. Where everyone just wants to fucking punch on, but. The two-up virgin is a real thing, and they're fucking... They are... Listen, a couple of things. They are absolutely uh, damaging to the experience of two-up. They fuck the flow. They fuck the vibe. You can't get a read on the coins. Which is, you know, so integral. So integral. But we have such an easy fix. Have a vetting station. Yeah, vetting station. You go down, you put your name up, you go back with the fucking... With the... You You've know, been checked off. You get a sticker on your yeah, jumper yeah, or some yeah. shit. Do you know the rules? Do you know the vibe? Do yeah. you respect the coins? Do you respect the process? Yeah. Do you respect Anzac Day? Here's a paddle. Give us a whirl. What do you got? Thanks Vet people. Coming. Vet people. And also, if you're a <coughs> two-up virgins, uh, they are going to be far quicker to anger because they're insecure from the jump. They know they're two-up virgins. They know they don't know what they're doing. So as soon as you criticize them, they have no means to self-assess and go, well, you know what, I am a two-up virgin and maybe it's just, you know, it's like he goes, well, let me get all my boys fucking Mazadel fighting Usman downstairs where he got a fucking bit about us. Let's when try you, and start a fight on Anzac Day. When your first five coins leave the ring. That's a shame-based reaction from him. He, he shamed, you shamed him, but rightfully so you shamed him. But they just think, all right, let's throw. You got to be prepared. You got to be ready. It's the Tyson Gamble dribbler here, uh, reporting live from the Caston. Uh, win soon for Peter Never. 1.2 million. What a fucking waste. Well, look, you did get the win. Probably entitled to say that. Yeah. I don't think it's true. Well, no, but did get the win. Fafita didn't play well. Uh, well done to the Broncos. Life's too short. Tom, Eddie, Dior, the Van Diemen dribbler here from the great state of Tassie. Uh, just on the Diane Sauce rhetoric from uh, a few quarters ago, ago, just delete this if you've already brought it up, but um, down here in the great state of Tasmania, went out for a pub meal tonight and got the chicken schnitty with Diane Sauce, and there was the classic watery magi kind, you know, the yellow buckets with the red lids, and I was very disappointed being a great Diane fan myself. Um <laughs> Just wondering if you guys had followed up on the uh, eating of the uh, Diane Schnitty or not. And, uh, yeah, uh, Cascades, Cascade beers soon. Um, up the storm. Cheers, Dior. Thanks, boys. Bye. We Tom ha- and I are going to do it together. We, yeah, we are going to do it together. And film it because... There's know, a couple of things we've got, it, we've got coming up uh, that we fully intend on filming and releasing. One, the Diane sauce compared to other... More conventional gravies. Mm. We just got to try. You know, it's an experience. We've got to add that chicken gravy to it as well. We'll add the chicken so, gravy. I, I think you basically have one schnitty each. Yeah, you're yeah that's what I'm saying. But maybe we have one schnitty each, and then like a tub of multiple different yes, gravies and yes, sauces. Yes. A palate cleanser in between. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, and maybe like you have a chip and a bit of schnitzel. Yes. Now, mm. we're also filming 
the scratchies. I've got a hundred dollars worth of scratchies that Danny <laughs> gave to me because he lost a bet. Um, he gave it to me in scratchies, but I don't mind that because I'm feeling like Lucky, there's luck yeah. in these scratchies. Yeah. I think we could win it all. Yep. So we're going to be live streaming that. Maybe not live stream, but we'll definitely, we'll film, definitely it. film it. And then apparently there are some cookies on the way to an undisclosed location that may or may not be chock full of D or Dave dandruff uh, that upon consumption maybe send you a little loopy. I don't know, but we're, we're, we're workshopping ways to potentially uh, road test a couple of those on camera. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. We'll, we'll, keep see. Keep we'll keep you posted. Watch Hook. Well, you do a Hook companion where we're just fucking off our chops. Possibly. That's not even that. That's not a bad idea. But. Might, might also be rugby league. Might be, rugby, might be a rugby league game or it might be that we just eat one at the fucking start of the podcast and just <laughs> see how long we can go. And then by the time dribbles roll around, we're on fucking Mars. Who knows? Options. Options. Let's roll on. I forgot what the dribble was. Just uh, wanted to wish Tonka happy uh, first birthday. Uh, good on you, mate. Keep on going hard. Up the Bronx. Never. Cheers, boys. It's a great point. Tonga had his first birthday on Friday. What'd you do? Um, took him from a couple of walks, which he fucking loved, and he had a slice of carrot cake, which he was just fucking mad for. He likes carrot cake. Can you give carrot cake to dogs? Is that is that all good? Apparently, yeah, you can. They just can't have raisins or nuts in it, which it didn't. And the sugar, like not Unbelievable. So it was a slither. Yeah, like yeah it wasn't. you didn't give him a full cake. He would have had the cake, bro. He would have fucking had the cake. Of course he would. That's why I saw the video of him having the slither. I'm like, you guys gypped him a little bit. Well, we just didn't want to, you know what I mean, fuck him up. Mm. We could have given him more. It was gone in one second. Yeah, it was gone. He fucking mouthed the whole thing. He yeah, inhaled it. Yeah. You know. Like it was your eye on a bloke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Tonka um. also likes blokes. So, <laughs> mate, shout out to the Tonk. He's ripping and tearing. Yeah. Big boy now. Um, Strong as an ox. Str- he's humongous. Is he still growing? Thickening, I think. Yeah, thickening, thickening. Tom, Eddie, Dior, Punners, and the Dribblers. Big dog dribbler here. I just wanted to get your thoughts on uh, mobile phones, i.e. photos, cameras on Bucks parties. Big no-no for me, personally. Just not a fan, but seems to be the modern-day trend. But, you know, I don't want to relive myself falling in love with a stripper and passed out and spewing into a bucket half naked, you know, I don't need to relive that. So I'm handing the phone. Anyway. And also Joe Murph, get your Broncos tattoo. If you don't do it, you're a cat. Oh, that's right. Good chat, boys. I forgot to mention that. We've got fucking a dude who's getting a Broncos tattoo. Why? Because, and again, Eddie, well done on paying attention to what the fuck's going on. Uh, (laughs) On Friday when the Broncos were playing... Uh, Joe Murph 94 DMing us and he said every famous win comes from behind and I said that's a great quote and he goes if they win I'll get that tatted on me and that was at like 22-6 the Broncos came back and won and then I posted on our Instagram again way to pay attention Um, and so now we need to have tattoo artists in the Brisbane region reach out to us Happy to plug your... Fu- we want this as a free... Like, we, if we have to pay, we'll pay for it. But I don't want to pay for it. 
I we'd rather not. We'd rather give you free promotion on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Reach Which you'll out. get in full. Yeah, you'll get a fuckload of it. Um, so that Joe Murph can get down there and get the quote, which is every famous wing comes from behind, tattooed on his body. He can get it where he wants. Get it. He can get it where he wants, uh, and it's just got to be documented so we can share it with the P and the D, and that is also going to be where we can promote your, your tattooing business. And it do, that doesn't sound like it would be terribly expensive. To no, give that away. you're fucking just writing like 12 letters on this guy Yeah, on a dribbler. Something to think about. If you're a tattoo man or woman in the Brisbane region, please reach out via the way of our Instagram DMs. Joe Murphy, getting that tap, brah. Getting that tap. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dave Dior. It's the El Capitano, the no-nonsense dribblers here. Just a quick shout-out to my no-nonsense dribblers listening to this wonderful podcast we have been heavenly blessed with. Admittedly, just jumped on the the bandwagon a couple of months ago. Um, right, mate. My first time call. Welcome. So, as you can see, I'm a bit nervous, but don't be. please don't judge me too hard. Um, just wanted to ask, after the past week, what has been your favourite Danny Wildler, or Danny Wildler, however you pronounce his surname, meme uh, that you have come across? Any ones that stand out in particular or any ones you dislike? Would love to know your thoughts. Again, loving the podcast. Love the dribbles. Love the Tommy Turbo Talk. Manly 13, 13 plus. Beer soon. Hello, sport podcast forever. Thanks, fellas. Wow, he's loyal as fuck after a couple of months. That's how quick it is. That's all it takes. That's all it takes. A couple of months. A couple of months. I like the one with the big fat cock. Yeah. The one where he's interviewing the big fat dicked man uh, was fantastic. With Tommy Turbo's head, right? Yeah. That one was close to my favourite. Again, I think we did speak about this already, but uh, Dave, the ones that you did where Danny's getting in the way of all of the things in on holidays, like he's standing in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa and in front of the Eiffel Tower. That thought was that was funny. Um, there was one where he's like, Christ the Redeemer. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good Dude, stuff. Dude, there was a shitload of them actually. I saved them. If you want to go back and, and see them, I put all of, I put most of them up on uh, Instagram, and then you know, like on your Instagram, you did it as a, like a catalog. Yeah, you can go story, back and save story them. thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So thing they call it. Uh, it started because someone. Oh no, I think we put one up of Danny. There's one where Danny's interviewing Shane Richardson of South. It's on Channel Nine, and it's literally Richardson's back <laughs> to the camera. And fucking Danny Wild, it's like if you don't know, like it's very reasonable that you wouldn't know who that is. Yeah, in front of the Leaning Tower of Pisa, Dave. That's good. The one where he's interviewing Harry and Megan sitting on the chair. That's funny. Um, yeah, the big dick, Christ the Redeemer. Someone's uh, got him in there with nudes soon from um, on holiday interviewing Bracey. Uh, yeah, this is the one where um, Baggy Green uh, owner, Finichario, who's, you know, the resident muso as well. Sorry, Dave. But so that's the merch idea he had for us where it's Danny covering the logo. <laughs> Great. That's brilliant. Him as, I don't uh, think you could do that. Though. Him as bloody... No, if you had him facing the other way, you could. You if could. you had his back with yeah, the yeah, mic, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's him as Larry King shaking Putin's hand on the couch with Tom Cruise. As Oprah, <laughs> the Danny Widler experience yeah, interviewing yeah, yeah. Elon Musk. And then, yeah, the dude, I think Scotty Bellotti, he ripped off all of, um, oh, there's one with Bin Laden. Um, he ripped off all the bloke in a bar, like, Legends shirts. The Bin Laden one was good. The Bin Laden one was hilarious. <laughs> 
But um, <laughs> Danny and Asama. Danny and Asama in a cave. <laughs> but um, the one that he did, the that Scotty Bellotti, you know, Kempy's got all those t-shirts where it's like, yeah. uh, Terry Lamb, Alfie Langer, and shit. He's got them with Buzz, Roger, and Danny on the shirts. Mm, They're fucking good. Buzz has got a re- his face as red as mine. Um, yeah. So look, there was a lot. There was a lot there. But yeah, if you want to go to see him, go to our go to the Instagram. Let's move on. Tom, Eddie, Dior, this and these. Going on, uh, just wanted to ring in and say Broncos 2021, uh, year of the anguish. Let's go. Uh, the last last time we had a comeback like that was uh, 2006. Um, 18 mil, we ended up winning. And then uh, obviously we held up the trophy that year, so what's that to you, boys? Uh, anyway, Broncos Premiership soon. Double crunch, burger combos forever. Cheers, boys. I was like, I was a little bit distracted because I was reading about how Seppo <laughs> thought that he was fucking killing it. <laughs> he thinks he kills it every week. He's always <laughs> yeah, because I saw you laughing as well. And I'm like, oh shit, I, I've missed something in this dribble that was funny. But I was laughing as well because I was reading in the about even chat group. Michael's just sending through some of the updated numbers. Sebo thinking is Sebo is a couple of t- strokes off a massive fucking week, but unfortunately is now like fucking minus 15 units <laughs> and then and then minus another 8.7 so he's minus 15 from his boots bets and then minus another 8.7 from fucking connor's and sunjay so he's at it <laughs> i can't wait to see the leaderboard fucking hell about evens fun um thank you very much to that guy for the dribble though Thanks, i do mate. appreciate it that yeah, was good yeah. that was good put that in the hall of fame no don't <laughs> Was it good, Dave? Was the dribble good? What did he say? No, it was complete dribble. It was about, it was it was the same thing someone posted in the P's and D's like, oh, last time Broncos had a comeback like this, we won in 06. Ah, uh, yeah. Cool, like, bro. Like, bro, you had fucking Darren Lockyer, Shane Webke, Siv Nasiva. Yeah. Not Tyson Gamble. Yeah. Although Tyson played all right. Sure, Tyson. Mm. All right, lads. 90 seconds starts now. All I want is a yes, no answer. Uh, so Jacob Fitzwalter Dribbler, and I've got a bunch of would you rather questions. Here we go. Would you rather fight Mike Tyson in his prime or talk like Mike Tyson? Sweet potatoes for hands or sweat mayonnaise? Every movie you watch slowly transitions into Shrek or every song you listen to transitions into All Star? One nipple or two belly buttons? Top bunk or bottom bunk? Be able to transform into a blueberry at will or have blueberries whisper secrets to you about the world that no one would ever believe. Look 10 years older from the neck up or the neck down. <laughs> Say ahoy matey when you get horny or shiver me timbers when you come. <laughs> have someone secretly give you LSD on a random day and time once every six months or have everyone in the world all take LSD at the same time once every five years. Oh, second one. Every time you come, one. you scream your mother's name at the top of your lungs or every time you come, you black out for 15 minutes. All traffic lights you approach are green or never have to stand in line again. Be able to poop in someone else's pants or every time you sneeze, you or someone around you grows a huge moustache. Think sharks and mosquitoes or mosquitoes are sharks. Become twice as strong when both of your fingers are stuck in your ears or crawl twice as fast as you can run. That's about it. Thanks, boys. Best of luck. See you soon. 
Oh my god! Can that was we? Great. And under ninety seconds. And under ninety seconds. Yeah. That I have, was utter dribble. That was. I have no answers for any of them. But I think what I'd like for that dribbler to do, or someone with a bit more time, is to put that up on the P's and D's page as like some polls or something. Yeah, or yeah. put it polls up on the Instagram. I guess that does fall on me if it's on the Instagram. Fuck that. Uh, I'll, I'll work it out. Work it out, yeah. Dave. That's on you. So we work out if it's yeah. polls on Instagram or if you can. Have them all written down. We can see if we get them on the gram. I don't one know. nipple or two belly buttons? One nipple. I think so. Yeah. 100%. Belly two belly buttons would be weird. Yeah, they yeah. are weird. They're one, weird anyway. One is weird enough. Belly yeah. buttons, though, as a father now, are fucking crazy when you think about it. Like, they are, they are the scar that reminds you that you are connected to your mother at one point. Like, they're a scar. They're a hectic scar. Mm. They are a hectic scar. Yeah. It's wild stuff. Yeah, it's wild shit. Seeing it, and you're like, holy fuck. Because, like, with Evie's belly button as well, when they're first born, they have it, like, dangling. Like, it's a fuck. The, the cord's dangling. And then it drops off, and you're like, oh, fuck, there's the belly button, bro. There it is. It's that scar that you were connected to your mother or the, the placenta and all that bullshit, you know? Well, because I guess throughout your whole life, you never see your belly button serve its purpose. But then Correct. finally, when you have a child, you're like, oh, that's what it's there it's for. It's there for at the start, yeah. and then bang. It's the first thing working. And then it's like, all right, my job is done. I'm now just going to be a reminder of... Now I'm, just, now I'm just going to collect lint for the next yeah. 80 years. <laughs> that is my next job. Yeah. It's my pa- it's that's passion. It. That's it. It's a real passion. For it's a real passion of mine. Anyway, let's move on. Weird fucking dribble. Running off a high off last night, lads, is the LBR dribbler. Tell you what, I better call the gamble hotline on one eight hundred eight five eight eight five eight because I've got a gambling addiction. Tyson Gamble. What can I say? I mean, in the midst of fucking legend, lads, I do have a gambling addiction. And I need fucking help. I also have a massive cock. And I love you guys. Come on. I love you boys. And the best I was not having a bar right next to me tonight. But good on you guys. Broncos, 13 plus next week. Um, but you know what? I'm feeling the, I'm, I'm feeling the manly. You know, usually I wouldn't feel the manly. It's only in the city. Uh, New South Wales team, I wouldn't really get around. But you know what? The LBR's on the manly. Good omens, 13 plus. Um, after Broncos, good day. Bye bye. Sweet, I think that's a that's a definitely a comment. That's a comment for sure. Congratulations. Yeah. Shout out to Tyson Gamble, who we probably disrespected greatly last week, but he proved us wrong. You got it. You gotta be able to to own it, mate. I will own it. It's not a problem. No. But I mean, like, I mean, he also didn't set the fucking world on fire, but he certainly played better he played than. Right. I misnamed him as well. I dead named him, I think. Hit Tyrese. Yeah, I called him Tyrese. That wasn't intentional. No, he played all right. He played all right. Played all right. Good on you, mate. A lot of chutzpah. Good on you, mate. Cum sponges, ring stingers, punters, and dribblers. Remember this the sleep dribbler is back. I repeat. The sleep dribbler is back. TKO next week, motherfuckers. (laughs) 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 
What the fuck? Oh. I was actually swear on my mum about to say I wonder what happened to Street Dribbler. He dropped off the face of the earth. One of his greatest strengths there is his scarcity. What did he say about KOing us next week? Well, maybe because you guys are playing the Warriors next week. Is he a Warriors man? Well, he's a Kiwi, isn't he? Well, I think so, but I mean, he's a fucking weirdo. Or is so he I don't talking trust about something darker. Yeah, than it seemed like something darker. Yeah, like I, he's going to fucking kind roll of be up looking on us. over your shoulder if I were you guys. What's funny is that there are going to be a lot of people as well, because obviously this podcast I don't think has ever been growing quicker, and there'd be a lot of people who are going, who the fuck was that? Mate, go, we'll go back and listen to the back catalogue and you'll come across the same. Uh, yeah, when he first already. called in, it was like one of the most frightening experiences of my entire life. Yeah, it was like a two and a half minute chaotic rant of like, it sounded like he was sleep talking basically. And he's sort of become like a, a weird we, sort of We said, villain. was he dreaming? Yeah. When he called in and now he's like a villain. He's like a villain that stalks the fucking podcast every once in a while. He's not like most dribblers who call every week and try and get on. He's like a weird fucking etch guy who could very well be coming after us. So that was etch. But also, welcome back, Sleep. Missed you, bro. Missed you, Sleep. Missed you, dog. Sleepy D. Danny Exotic, Peachtree Hotel Trough, Go Manly, Rack and Red Never. <laughs> nice acoustics in the Peachtree Hotel Trough. Really nice acoustics. Sounded like it had reverb. It did. Go in there and fucking build out a few choice notes there, mate. Yeah. Eh? Lovely. Shh, thanks, Danny. I, look, I appreciate Danny not turning the screws too hard there after Manly lost. It's nice, respectable. Got five to go. Nice. Yeah, g'day, Tom Netty, Dior. It's Neil Sobin, over Cassian. Look, it's uh, 12.19, Sunday morning. I was going to cut the chase. I'm, I was actually disappointed to see Brett Morris limping off there, and I'm sure you have talked about that on the um, podcast already. It's actually very disappointing to see. But um, what I'm calling you is, is anyone in Newcastle's found my wallet? And my car keys. That'd be much appreciated. There's nowhere to find me. I'm on the I'm on the P's and D's page. Yeah, I honestly cannot. I don't. I have no idea where my wallet or my car keys are. Yeah, this, let me know. Thanks, guys. Listen, look, help out now, Nilso. Maybe maybe has. Uh, could be. I don't know whether he's got the ends off his name in the license or whether he's still got the ends. Well, so you're either looking for Daniel Nielsen or Dale Ilso. Or Dale Ilso, which I think, like, if he's a man of substance, he would have got it updated. Yeah, Dale Ilso. If he's a man of substance. If he's a man of substance. Steph, Steph's got her fucking last name changed officially on the old license. Now Stephanie Birmingham. Cute. So. What about the passport? I think that's in the works. It's apparently like it's, and so it should be, but it's like the biggest pain in the ass in the world. Oh. Every single like government department or agency has like a different process. So you have to do it like all this different way with Centrelink and then all this other way with something else. And then all of a sudden she's like, mate, it is just like, you know, it's like a full-time job that I had nothing to do with, which is nice. What a fucking disaster. Yeah. But also like, I was just saying to her, I'm like, yo, that's just probably so people can't steal your fucking identity, which I guess is kind of what you want. Mm. It uh, doesn't mean it's not annoying. No, it doesn't mean it's not annoying. doesn't mean it's not a pain in the ass. It's annoying that none of it's centralized. You can't just go to one place and be like, yo, my name Exactly, changed, and then just it put it across here. Especially because a large percentage of the fucking population are changing their names regularly through marriage. 
uh, and other means, I'm sure. If you find Dale Ilso's wallet and keys, please reach out to him or to us on the P's and D's page in the DMs. Um, and if you do find it, feel free to hold him for like a little ransom. You could, could be an earner. It could be a nice earner. A really nice earner. Yep. Make smart decisions. Yep. Let's move on. Hello, legends. Uh, hello, dribblers. Hello, punters. Hello, Dior. Just got a quick question. Ain't that Dior Dave, actually? Dior Dave, me and a few of the mates were chatting. Do you have a favourite brand of Gipper? Anyways, I would love to hear your thoughts. Rabbitohs forever. Manly never. Get back to us soon. See you, boys. Yeah, can you get designer Kippers? Like... You, I, I don't know if there are brands per se. You can definitely get different styles and stuff. And it used to be like a bit of a like thing when we were really young at school. Like, you know, whoever would go to Israel and you would get like, um, you know, because they, they would like hand knit them there or whatever. So you could get all these patterns. Like yeah. you get roosters, kippahs. Oh, you really? Get, um, so is there some sort of social capital in the Jewish community when you're younger about having like a dope kipper? Like a little bit, yeah. Because <laughs> like you, you either just had like the raggedy old school one, which had probably been through the wash in your pocket 30 times. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or you'd have like some cool one that like your parents brought back from Israel. Or then when we all had our bar mitzvahs, like the kind of traditional thing you would do is you have like a bunch of kippahs made to like give everyone there and it says on it like you know bar mitzvah of david bloom this date blah blah ah. so mine were just like purple and white ultimate colors so how many you had how many have you got shit loads of them so you had storm. No, we don't have many left maybe there's like a few left so you had storm ones mate essentially yeah mine weren't as bad my mate tyson who's a big roosters fan he did he got like navy ones with a little red rooster like not the exact roosters logo but just like you know a nice little silhouette outline of a rooster on his <laughs> If we is there any like Jewish uh, ceremony things that go on where like it would be if we were to attend it would be like as a culturally respecting like we wear a kippah inside the fucking yeah yeah if you came into any synagogue if you came to my house for a Friday night Sabbath you'd wear it while we say the little prayers you rock the kippah on the Friday night Sabbath as yeah well, just eh? while you do the blessing yeah and right while you do that stuff right we should get a Hello Sport kippah for him made. yeah would you wear it <laughs> like. For the, or would it need to be really maybe subtle? like three minutes a week that yeah. I... Or maybe we wear them. Would it be insensitive culturally if we were to all three of us wear a, a Hallowsport Kipper for a podcast? Or is that like positively shining a light on Jewish culture? I or is that us taking the piss? I think why not? Because I've got no problem with it. Well, that's I'm who, no religious if, spiritual leader, but... But you are no, our I religious spiritual if, leader. If it's done in good spirits and it's done, you know, we can have a slight educational angle to it. Something to think about. I don't mind getting just a couple of... HSP Kippers made for the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> and at your bar mitzvah, wait, 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 how, how old are you when you got your mitzvah? Uh, so you're 13 for guys and 12 for girls. Right, okay. And what'd you do? Um, I had, so like you, everyone has to do, like you read a little bit from the Torah, from the Bible. Yeah. And so you go in synagogue on Saturday morning and you do that. And then you usually have like a kid's party or a little function. So I had mine at like the, some uh, with the RSL of Bondi Junction or something. And, yeah. And we had a hypnotist. I shared it with two of my mates and we had a hypnotist. You had a hypnotist. At your bar yeah. mitzvah. At like the kids party. Because you do like the proper religious ceremony and you do like yeah. the actual things. And then you have like a kids party to celebrate. Because the best thing about bar mitzvahs is that like, it's a big birthday. Like you get presents and shit. Yeah, yeah. Could right. you, did you get hypnotized? Not really. 
You I was, I was trying my best. Yeah. I was trying I'd love, best, dude, we should get really. a hypnotist. Yeah, we should. I'd love to see, because I find it, my old man says he's been hypnotized. I'm like, fuck bullshit. I can't believe it. But you see it on TV and it's like someone's bocking like a chicken. I'm like, really? Yeah, it's hectic. It's very interesting. I would be down to get a fucking hypnotist to see if they can hypnotize all three of us. Again, put it on the list of to-dos. Yeah, but that's a good one. That's, that's a, a good, good one. That's a good to-do list. Um, and also, so is the uh, the kippers. Maybe we don't just do a podcast. Maybe we do like a, a culinary explora- exploration of uh, Jewish chow. Mm. Well, we can do if we ever get with around kippers to doing, on. Yeah, yeah. With if we on. ever get around doing the piss test, I can bring in some. Uh, there's like a, a special kiddish wine that you have for the Sabbath, which is way more disgusting than regular wine. There's also some Israeli spirits and stuff like Yeah, so we could do a bit of a blind on that. Yeah, we should get blind on it and and we tried different Jewish foods and dude, I like that. I like that too. Okay. Let's move on. You make it happen, Dior. Yeah. Can you look into where you get kippers made? Yeah. With the logo. Wouldn't you just buy them and then get it stitched on? Or is that not not part of just from the top of my head, nah, I mean you can, but that's probably a bit expensive. But then again, most of the time when you get kippers made, you're gonna get them made in bulk. So I don't know how we'll go getting like just three, but we'll look. We'll look. It. I mean, if yeah. we've got, I mean, I don't know how far we stretch into the Jewish community, but I'm happy to just give them out. I feel like I would. I feel it'd be inappropriate if we were to sell Jewish kippers. Well, look, we, we look. We'll You'd explain, be surprised we'll, for how it, expensive it, it, they are. It might actually, be, but it might be a matter of like if we need to get a hundred made, then we might have to start selling kippers to get just to get yeah, our money back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No profit. Yeah. Nah. Look. Did I see us getting into the Kipper game when I came into this morning? No, but now I'm starting to see that they're expensive. There's lucr- they're lucrative. Yeah, so there's there, there's that Jewish. How much store. do they cost? How much would it cost to go buy one? To, a normal one would probably just be like five bucks, nondescript one or whatever. Mm. But there is so there's the there's the Jewish shop in North Bondi near um, the St George Bank there or whatever. I don't know if you've seen it, but they sell so like just a plain black Kipper with a Man United logo on it. Guess how much that goes for. Fuck, I don't know. And this was like 10 years ago when I wanted to buy one. Wow. 21 bucks. Really? For like a piece of material that big. And I mean, a man, like you would think that Man United would be wanting a clip of that or is that just like someone sneaking a little Man United sticker oh, under I a think I think it'd be the latter, my yeah, friend. Yeah. Same. I don't know if Man United would be, uh, well, I'm sure they would if they knew about it. They'd want a slice. Mm. Um, all right, well, you look into that. That's your, that's your yeah. homework. Find yeah. out where we can get HSP kippers made. And if we have to get them, if it co- yeah, if we get a little bit, a bit of an outlay to get a fucking one hand woven, look, I'll, 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 I'll consider it. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, boys. How you going? Big fucking tiger fan here. The crying tiger. Oh, lad. <laughs> crying tiger. I fucking, I fucking love that Dewey so much. Oh, I fucking love so that Dewey so much. I fucking love Dewey Laurie. Oh, it just makes me so fucking sad that they're going to fucking leave the Tigers. I'm fucking devastated. Watch them. They're going to go. I know it. They're going to fucking leave me behind like the other cunts did. I'm fucking devastated, but I'm so fucking happy. Oh, what a win. Fuck yes. I take that as a comment. I think so. That bloke deserves an Oscar for that performance. Yeah, that was a good, that was good. I mean, I can understand, though, being a Tigers fan, how that would whip you into a bit of a frenzy every time you get a good player and just go, he's going to leave. It's only a matter of time before he leaves. Yeah. Aaron Woods was good. Tedesco, one of the all-timers. Moses, top half, one of the top halfbacks in the game. Alicia Kept Brooks. 
<laughs> if I had to keep one of them, those names, I would have kept Brooks. 100%. Mm, no doubt. 100%. Tom, Eddie, Dijon, Mustard, Dave, I just want to remind you boys how you ventured out the Seagulls out to Bathurst and got belted by the Penny Panthers. I just nah. want to... Um, Disagree. It's an opportunity for us to, uh, and me in particular, to give you yourselves just a bit of a licking. Disagree. Um, so just a bit of a licking from me. Just a bit of a licking from me. Mm-hmm. Hey, boys. This is uh, Big Dick Hego of Little Dick fame. <laughs> uh, just wanted to say, suck shit on the licking. And Dijon, Mustard, Dave, love you. Love your work. Love everything about you. Uh, Broncos, Trevor, Manly Never, Sucker Dick, Tom and Eddie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hello, Doug okay. of John Deere fame. What is your favourite school in Bathurst and why is it not Stanny's? Thank you, boys. See you later. Broncos, Never, bottom four forever. Shout out to the Stoic Dribbler. Thanks, guys. That was look. There was some lickings in there. I will say this: if you're a Penrith fan and you're trying to lick us, like you're top of the table, fucking telling everyone that you can bloody that as ears that oh we haven't lost a regular season game in like fucking since round whatever whatever. It's like, and you know, Manly bottom four, which we're not. But like, if you're Penrith, you shouldn't be proud of the fact that we pretty much beat you. No. You also lost the grand final, which seems to be forgotten. Yeah, you lost the grand final. So I actually don't mind your side. No, dude, I like I like, I like, I like Penrith, Penrith, like what you're about, like yeah. the players. Yeah. But you know, if you're coming at us, then you better come correct. And you didn't, then you didn't. You, you missed an opportunity. You come and try and give us a lick. Notice how no one really licked us, because Manly played fucking well, and Manly's playing well. So you're the only one that's really licked us for that loss, and it just shows that you fucking you're a bit spooked by yeah, that you performance. Spook, you spooked. That was a spooked lick. Yeah, it was. It was a spooked licking if ever I've seen one. John, Eddie, D or Dave, appreciate me, D or someone has to. Um, just want to, just a quick one. This is the Clemmer dribbler here. Uh, just wanted to say, what do you guys appreciate more, talking about rugby league or watching rugby league? Serious question. Please answer. See you soon. It's interesting. It is, but it's got to be watching because you can't talk about it if, you, if it doesn't exist. That's right. But I do like dribbling. I love dribbling. Like I love dribbling more than almost anything. But if you're saying, do I love dribbling about rugby league more than watching rugby league? It's like nothing gets me. Well, that's chicken <sighs> before the egg, right? Yeah. It's an impossible question to really answer if because you, you have to watch rugby league. But if you're asking, do I have a love affair with dribbling? The answer would be yes. That would be the answer. That would be the answer. Do I love to watch fucking uh, Tommy Turbo sprint like a goddamn gazelle down the field to score famous tries. Yeah. Do I like seeing Jason Saab fucking dance down the sideline? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I love that. I also like sitting here next to you, old chum, mixed in a little Dijon Dave and... Dribbling. Dribble about it. So... For three hours. Yeah. Three hours plus. So, yeah, good question, but chicken or egg vibe there. Uh, Is that the final dribble, Dave? Mm Mm-hmm. That's Finally, us. we finish off with one that isn't a pile of shit. Last couple of weeks, they haven't been great. Um, shout out to our sponsors. Thanks to everyone supporting us. Thank you very much for buying all the hats. They are en route. If you haven't got them yet, please hit us up in the DMs and we'll, we'll see if we can uh, shoot you through tracking codes and all that bullshit. 
Um, Eddie, as always, mate, I've loved spending some time with you mm. and I, I can't wait to see you again in 24 hours' time when we record About Even and Campy's podcast. Can't wait, mate. Dave, thank you very much for your help today, mate. Always a pleasure. Hope no one pulls up sick after this. Bye-bye. I get sick from my fucking child. The last thing I need is to get sick from you two assholes. Ciao. Could you two just not talk anymore? <laughs>